myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, December the 8th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up as you walk in the door, subscribing so you can chat with us. Five-star review where you are listening to us. Plenty to get to today. Plenty to get to indeed. Uh, but first, Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. Uh, working on my microphone. Uh, hoping it's sounding good for the chat. Uh, sounding good over I'm, here. I'm going going to battle with this thing every day, but I'm I'm here. I'm feeling good. Uh, praying for the McMahon. I was up late last night. The midnight oil. Uh, it hit hard for the McMahon. I was I was very sad for him. The McMahon's here. How you feeling, McMahon? I am. Uh, I was shocked. I woke up this morning. People know I'm a charitable man. I like to give my time. I don't, I'm not a rich man, but I have time to give. And I, I find out this morning my prison pen pal, Victor, is gone. He's no longer in prison. He's been freed. I have no one to write anymore. No one to pass messages back and forth with. So that, that was a tough thing to swallow. Um, other than that, everything's great. Fucking tremendous. Well, let's get to it then. No, Victor is free. Uh, and along with it, Brittany Griner is home or headed. I guess head, maybe home by now. Um, it's a long flight. <laughs> I was going to say it's a long flight. I also, I mean, just that's just me playing it safe. I wouldn't tweet she's on her way home till I knew she was already home. You know what I mean? Like, she, I need to see both of her feet on the ground and then joke and send the tweet. Okay, she's on the plane. Like, we're all good to go. Um, but yes, Brittany Griner home after 10 months, man. 10 months. One of those like, man, has it been 10 months? And Brittany Griner's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's been 10 months. Um, <laughs> 17 hours. Uh, yeah. 37 seconds, yeah. So glad she's home. That was a surprise you all woke up to. The surprise I woke up to was that everybody on the timeline is now an expert <laughs> in the art of... War criminal negotiating. Arms dealer transactions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Arms dealer bartering. Um I learn something new every day. So I've always been an expert on the art of dealing. I, I, that's what I said. Wow. I'm I was the late one. I'm the unaware one. Uh, everyone knew but me. But yes, very glad she's home. Michael Parsons, he's glad she's home, but he's you thought we could have we left a little meat on the bone there. Could have got a little more in the deal. <laughs> Michael Parsons should have been at the negotiating table, said Michael Parsons. Uh, said, wait, nah. We left a Marine? Hell nah. <laughs> um, the, the, the quick walk back. The quick walk back happened then. I would, of the quick walk backs I've seen, he does seem like he, he was like, you know what? I talked to some people smarter than me, and they, uh, you know, they they put these little things in my ear. Facts. They put these yeah. facts uh, of the case in, in my ear. Someone texts him like, you know, that guy's a spy, right? He was like, oh, <laughs> all right. He thought he was over for speeding, man. He said, that ain't right. Uh, and then also people were like, uh, you know, Micah, Penn State wasn't that long ago. Um... 
He was like, nah, y'all right, y'all right, y'all right, y'all right. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um so Jerry Jones saw this and was like, What's the maximum I can pay this Patriot, this this brave man? Listen, has Dak Prescott tweeted? Dak said, not on my watch. I'll I'll go get her from the airport. I was gonna uh, say no, Dax yeah, Dax en right. route uh, Mother Russia right now to free free the troop. Dax's gonna do some espionage on his own to get locked up so it's more <laughs> even Steven. Um I didn't want them That's to why, be empty. Yeah, I wanted them to be empty handed. So I was in Panama Beach. It was actually a CIA operative. The man <laughs> the men who jumped him were trained uh freedom fighters. Uh, uh, yeah, that- <laughs> He said, Dag, man, we really should focus on business. He said, man, I can't dip my toes in the water once. <laughs> I can't I can't dip my toes in the sand once. <laughs> and then he, yeah. Hey, that's Dag Prescott. He said, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> no, him the cover is blown. Yeah. <laughs> Pass Rush Limbaugh uh, is tremendous. Oh, um, very tremendous. So, uh oh, the, the, the word fleeced mm-hmm. is trending in all caps. I think p- people think we got ripped off in the deal here. Uh oh, it's yeah, tough. Should... When, when you hear like vape pen for <laughs> dangerous arm dealer, like it, it doesn't look great. Uh, on which on the, side I say on, on the Hollinger uh, trade chart, <laughs> listen, because I say that like. If you're BG, you like, yeah, no, that's what it took to get me home. On the other side, does he walk home to the arms dealers? And they like, that's what it took. The basketball player, you were free for the basketball. We got people over there st- buried under that uh, building right now. Well, they probably laugh it off. That's it's probably like, it only took a basketball player to get the most prolific arms dealer that's what ever. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, we thought you was the, oh, the merchant of death traded for a power forward. One of one deal. <laughs> Oh, see, I think you're looking at it like it's a bad thing. I think that I'm looking at it like it's a, it's a power move. Like, oh, I, I, I should have been taking way more. I, I, I finagled my way out. You know, again, depends on which side you look mm-hmm. at. That's mm-hmm. that, that's where the uh, the power Dude. comes in. How long had he been over there? She'd been over ten months. How long had Vic? Um, Vic had done some time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been I know a while who, for him. I know it had been like four years for when he got caught, I think. Tremendous um, stash. I don't support anything about this, but it is a good stash. Other other names. Merchant of Death, Fire, Sanctions Buster. <laughs> uh, less fire. Um, <laughs> Much less. It's like uh, <laughs> Merchant of... I don't need no more nicknames after that. I don't need more. Durant. Durant yeah. had Slim Reaper, and he tried to go with the servant. <laughs> yeah, I don't need no more. Uh, so he's 2011? Is uh, that? No, that uh, convicted in 2011. 2012, he was sentenced to 25 years in prison. So, damn, he got half his sentence knocked off, too. Now, does he have to go there and go back to prison, or is he just free? That I don't. We'll have to check in with some of our uh, geopolitical experts on the time. <laughs> Which there's many. <laughs> yeah, on the timeline uh, for those intricacies. Um, but now, I was like, how long has he been gone? Is the is the game even still the same? You know what I mean? Ten years is a long time. Oh, in that move, in the movie about him, the Nicolas Cage movie, the second the cops would like get their attention off him, he'd be like in a new country selling nukes or not nukes, but like whatever he could get his right. hands on. So he just said he's free. I, yeah, I was say it's 
it wouldn't seem like the kind of unless she was going to be freed into some kind of other prison here, which is not going to happen. Oh, so, yeah, true, true. Wow. You know what I mean? So I imagine he's free to go. But we we will see. Again, I'm not the expert here. Um, the 25 for the merchant of death feels low. Is he the real or, or the sanctions buster? Nah, they got to get sanctions, but that would be. <laughs> If you're him coming home, it's like it's the only thing on my agenda today. I want a shower. I want to go to the mall, <laughs> get get some new clothes, and I want Sanction Buster off my Wikipedia, please. <laughs> um, and I've seen people saying, which I think is, does Brittany Griner go back to basketball? Like she has a right or wrong, she has a story to sell now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the reason she was over there is because the WNBA income is not enough to supplement the kind of lifestyle that. It takes to be a professional athlete in this country. Does she just go like book, documentary, whatever? Or does she do all of the above? Or is like, does she even. Yeah. Does, was it Candace Parker who uh, does the activism? I don't want to fuck that part up. Uh, was she the one which free? activism? My Who was freeing people from? My more, excuse Maya me. Moore. But that's why I wanted to ask. I didn't want to fuck yeah. that up. Um, because it's, it's Brittany Griner's partner seems very about freeing american prisoners overseas like even in her statement today she was like we know she's not the only one we're still working to get them out so that's elaine um an admirable one i would argue but it's a it's elaine for sure so yeah i think she could do the book movie especially if you're you're pushing it under I don't want to say guys under the umbrella of like, this is raising awareness for other Americans who are overseas as well. Right. Yeah. So it, it could be both or it could be, yeah, no, I only want, this is my focus now. I don't want anybody to have to do 10 months overseas in prison in a country in the middle of the war. Um, YC makes a good point. Maybe she goes the other way. She becomes a staunch anti-weed advocate. Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't want to make, <laughs> make light of the situation, but you, you got to think she got a hankering for some big gas. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, I, I know what I know where, how I'd be thinking after I get off a long plane flight. I said, man, what? I'm ready to pollute my lungs I mean, immediately. If if I'm like a, a weed company, the first thing I try to do is like sponsor her, give her a shitload of money and just... Let her chill. <laughs> or promote, be like, hey, you know, this is what I was under for. This is why I shouldn't have been under for it. Right, um, right, right. So, yeah, she turned in the air. She might be, like, outside. And who who could blame her? Over the next, she was gone for 10 months. Over the next 10 months, every paparazzi should agree to just let Britney Griner just go out. Just, like, just, just like live. Just mm -hmm. let her even it out. For the next 10 months, after that, she fair game, she a celebrity. Let her get 10 months of living out of her system, man. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. I think the, yeah, only, the, the yeah. only part of this I'm struggling with, like, I'm very happy she's no longer in a Russian prison and coming back to America. I'm glad she's free. I'm. It's not even a conflict. These feel like very mutually exclusive thoughts. If our government can work so hard to free one person for a marijuana-related crime on Russian soil, doesn't feel too hard to do it here in American soil. Like, throughout... And those don't feel like contradicting thoughts to me. Like, yes, free her, free the people here, too. Because if you're in American prison right now, and you were arrested for a nonviolent uh, cannabis-related crime, you're 
probably not the happiest that the march of or, death or, or are you for that exact reason depends how it goes yeah, yeah. i think you're, we are waiting patiently to see what the next step is because yeah uh there have been a lot of of people largely brown and black people who have been incarcerated for simple possession for sometimes not even possessing forced possession by the authorities uh that are behind bars right now disproportionately affects one type of person in this country Ooh, black and brown yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> correct uh so yeah this is this is t- i mean like you see people making money hand over fist right now I was in the states where it's, it's people in prison for that, and look outside and see who, whatever celebrity just signed a deal, X million dollar uh, dispensary. It's like, God right. damn, man. Um, and I'm okay with that. Like it, that should have been the case for forever. All like, along, it never man. should have been criminalized in the first place, but it has been, and it's hard to be like it wasn't used as a tool specifically just to fuck with minorities, and that's. Has never sat right with me, and I think this is a good time to talk about it. Not to take away from BG, but to add on top of it. Yeah, and again, like we said, maybe that, what if that's her next step? Could be. Yeah, it it worked out for me over there. However, there's a lot more people that look like me over here that ran into similar circumstances. Uh, You know what I mean? And overseas, everybody don't have the, everybody's not, don't have the Britney Griner celebrity. So over here... Maybe it does start that. Uh, big man talking some science. <laughs> Pass wrestling ball. It's, no, it's still very funny. Uh, that, that was another one. Uh, so, so, uh, Roby called him. Zach Probasek. Yeah, it was a couple good ones. Uh, would you say school? Roby uh, called him uh, Hut Hut Hannity before. <laughs> I, uh, Tackle Carlson. That was a good uh, <laughs> So, dabs out for BG. We might have to do it. Um, but no, salute on her being home. I have no idea what's next, but I, Godspeed that she get to do it on familiar soil around familiar people. Shout so, out Vin Diesel. I think we'd be doing a great disservice. <laughs> this, uh, Brittany Griner was looking at life in, until he stepped in. At least he until gave that Boxing Day. Up. Um, he gave that thumbs up. Biden was like, "Oh man, Sinclair's on this. I need to get my shit together." Tom, um, yeah. <laughs> the way everyone in the pictures looking at him kills me every time. Hmm? Like, what? Why is he on the bench? Why? <laughs> yeah, but, hey, get him in the game. Uh, he said, "I need Brittany Griner home before Christmas," said Vin Diesel. And what? Uh, what's today's date, Scoob? I think he beat the buzzer. The, I, think I think he beat the buzzer. When we first talked about this, it still sits with me. He's not at a WNBA game. This is a Laker no, game. Sure isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, hey, hey, the eyes were on me, and I need the eyes on BG getting home. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up if you agree. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> who's, he, who's he giving the thumbs up to? Is it the in arena camera? Is it is Biden cross court? Like you know what you know to get BG fucking home. The hot dog guy. Uh, <laughs> six dogs. <laughs> yeah. Someone's at the free throw line. He's like, you got this. You got this. Yeah. Do I have it, Vin Diesel? <laughs> and he gives him the thumbs up. Um, I think Vin Diesel should be everywhere, giving thumbs up and getting prisoners of war home. Yeah, who's he gonna that's try to my, bring home next? That's just my who, and who would stop him? 
is my question. Uh, they said he was going to drop a Hellcat out of the sky on Putin's <laughs> house if he didn't get Griner out of there. <laughs> now, even where uh, opening scene is <laughs> the glass of water beside Putin's bed while they sleep, <laughs> just rumbles a little bit. He, wait, he takes the eye mask off, looks outside, just sees smoke from a Hellcat, and he's like, no! <laughs> Fast and Furious 10. Um, Did you guys see that? Russia's Revenge, yeah. Putin Putin supposedly fell down the stairs and shit his pants. I saw that story. <laughs> yeah. He sure did. I did see, I said, man, you know it's true, because in the past, they wouldn't, even if it would have been true, it would have never gotten out. Mm-hmm. And now I'll say, oh, man, he must have really shit himself real bad. They, I, they okay with uh, putting it out on the news. That was very funny. That was it funny. was a tough scene. <laughs> um, you know, it was another tough scene, McMahon. The Suns. Oh, man. What a tough scene for Chris Paul's Suns yep. last night. I didn't Those... get to enjoy a fucking second of that because the second the final buzzer sounded, I think Xander was at the fucking game, too, which made it even worse. He was like, oh, final buzzer? Padres were there. I didn't care for it. Didn't care for it one bit. I yeah, literally those, like, the San Diego Padres. Uh, the, the Suns pulled their starters with five minutes left in the third. Like they got dragged, and so the fourth quarter starts. It's like this: we can literally not score in the fourth. We won this game. So I shower. I get out of the shower. I open my phone as I'm brushing my teeth, and I see this, and I nearly, sh- I nearly Putin myself. I was, I could not believe my eyes because this was. This was the the timeline for yesterday. So I don't have sources many fucking places. With the Red Sox, I do. Um, 9 a.m., there was an, an all-heads meeting at Fenway Park. Every decision maker in, with, involved with the Boston Red Sox was called to, like, uh, they got the... They got the call from Boris, like it's it's shit or get off the pot time. Like with a deal is happening. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crapping time. A deal is happening today, so give us your actual best offer. No more of this like inching towards the finish line. Like it's today or it's never. By nine thirty, it was like they just don't want to commit like nine years, eight years. Like they do not see any value in years six, seven, eight, nine. I get it. I get that. Seven, I think he takes. Seven over 200, I think Xander. What was was the average? What did he get? 28 per year? What was it? 11 for 280 is what per year? Uh, It's like 27 and a half, I think. Okay. So So I think. So you say if they offer him seven for. Seven to 10 is 30 a year. 30 a pop. We've seen multiple Mm -hmm. players now turn down this very Padres offer for less money. Uh, I think the Red Sox this whole offseason were pushing like 5-140, like not great offers. Like the, But so by 10, we find out the Padres start actually engaging. The, the Padres started around 10 yesterday, 10 a.m., East, East Coast time. <laughs> so this was what they woke up to. So they the was up early. Like, uh, yeah, 7 a.m. They're like, yeah, Xander's turn to throw this giant wad of cash. Average is 25.5, so not even. So um, 
the by around one, the Red Sox are like, we'll go to six years. Six one sixty, I believe, was their final offer. And I don't think the Padres had actually officially made an offer yet. They had just contacted him. And I don't think the Padres had committed shortstop to him yet. They were just like, yeah, we're interested. Um, so the Red Sox settled. It came out today. 6160 was like their highest offer, which is almost double what they offered him in preseason. So that's what, 20, training. what, seven and some change? Not quite 28? Six for 160? Yeah, it's for sure more. Whatever uh, 80 divided by three is. Uh, <laughs> no, it might be the same. 25, a little bit over 25. It might be the oh, similar. Um, yeah, it's they, not great. So, yeah, so they, they this this not great deal is as far as we'll go. Yeah. Take it or leave I, it. And it sounded like the Padres hadn't. It sounded like there were a couple of teams that were hovering around 200 probably over like eight or nine years. So like the Red Sox were still coming in with a higher average. It was just a lower total number. And then the Padres jumped it up to 280. And it's like, yeah, I, you can't turn down $120 million. You can turn down 40 or 50. That to change other side of the country, higher taxes. Yeah, you can turn down 40 or 50. That comes out in the wash. You cannot turn down... <laughs> that much money no especially when no he sure didn't and he shouldn't have (laughs) when in preseason they just offered him an extension of literally just years they were like we'll pay you the exact same we're paying you now for more years 20 million a year for more years like a raise in no way a decrease with inflation yeah (laughs) an insane like insanely insulting thing to do if the red sox in spring training offered him five one fifty 30 million a year, he would have taken it. And it would have been bashed by Red Sox fans at the time as an overpay. Well, and it does still... Boris take that though? Xander, I mean, even after San Diego offered him 11,280, Xander went back to the Red Sox and just said, just get a little closer. Like he would have, like I said, he would have taken seven or eight, 210, 220, something like that for a fact with the Red Sox. He genuinely did not want to leave. So it is a Boris guy, and Boris did his job getting other teams, getting other offers. He signed his last extension before he hit the open market, and he was a Boris guy then. Uh, and that was the hometown discount deal. Boris is not going to give you fucking two of those. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Huh. So Xander wanted uh, to stay. He truly did. He gave, the, he gave the Red Sox every opportunity to just get closer. And I think what the Red Sox did is... I think the projection for Xander was like 160, kind of like where the Red Sox came in, 165. Like, mm. I think it's Tim Britton did, does all the projections before uh, free agency starts. And Xander, he was supposed to be that third highest paid shortstop. Not this, nearly this many years. That's the most years by ever AAV given. AAV or total dollar amount or both? For Well, it's it, the dollar amounts. Part? Yeah, for shortstops, just shortstops. Behind Turner and Correa, I'm guessing. Correa, yes. Um, And so, um, but like I think it was something like five for one sixty was what Britain projected. And Britain's typically, I'm pretty sure it's Britain. I might be wrong with the writer. He's typically pretty on the money with projections. He's been way fucking off this offseason because everyone's spending crazy money, and that's not his. Him and Heyman, man, it's, it's, just, it's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough offseason, man. It's a tough goal. 
So the Red Sox thought they were close early. Padres just upped their offer. And when the Padres upped it to 11 280, and like part of the reason you prefer Xander, A, obviously he's like the face of the franchise, he's your captain. B, you think he's going to be almost half the contract of Carlos Correa? If he's getting the same years and almost the same amount, like Correa's probably going to come in at 320 over the same amount of years. Then five, five, like, yeah, he may at this point he may um <laughs> but if they do that then yeah i i don't really fault them where i do fault them tremendously is you play stupid games you win stupid fucking prizes he never should have hit free agency you I do think not that's let, what it comes down to yep. yeah you do mm-hmm. not let people even talk to the guy you just don't it's insane don't even let xander know other teams exist like a horse, you put blinders on them. They should be doing it with Devers right now. And I'm sure right now, negotiating with Raphael Devers just gotten much harder. Um, because he, this is his pal. This is one of his best friends. Um, something, I don't know that. Something tells me they're not negotiating with him. They're negotiating with other teams about him. Could be. And I don't hate. It. Like at, at this point, if you don't get Correa, you might as well trade him. You genuinely might as well. Yeah. Yeah, because that's because uh, if y'all not going? gonna be serious, then yeah, and, and, and if y'all, if y'all gonna Mookie, go through this next summer, then yeah, trade them now. Yeah. Part of trading Mookie was we can only keep two of these three. That's what it was sold to us. We can only keep two of these three, which was a lie that I called out at the time. Like that was always in, in, incorrect. Uh, and the people thirsting over Dave fucking Dombrowski, which a lot of Red Sox fans are, he's a huge part of the reason why we're in this fucking position right now. He signed Devaldi. He signed Chris Sale. Right, fresh off at the only World Series he's ever won, because he doesn't know how to act in that situation, and he he just shoves money. And to his credit, to his, to to defend him, yeah, a- up until that point in time in Red Sox history, that's how they operated. There was a fundamental change at the top with John Henry and company where they decided we're not actually trying to pay this luxury tax anymore. We're trying to buy the Penguins. We're trying to buy Liverpool. We're trying to buy the Commanders. We're trying to buy an NBA team in Vegas. That's where it's like, do we want to pay this luxury tax every year? No, we do not. So that's where the community, we talked about it yesterday with uh, the Titans. If the communication at the top is not clear, then that's how you end up going over the luxury tax, paying for pitchers who don't really pitch for your team, and like, didn't they pay the tax this year for a last place team or did they yes. trade out of it oh yeah. they were like five million over it which was frustrating uh yeah now nah, listen as an owner i agree y'all not gonna be in last <laughs> place luxury luxury y'all the last fucking place man luxury yeah. you that think was you're tough. here in this school <laughs> if you had paid xander you could right now yes as of yesterday when we were trying to factor in when it looked like xander was coming back it looked like they were going to have like 20-ish million dollars left um, before they hit the luxury tax. Uh, And this was after they got Yoshi, who now, like, I was super excited about, don't care at this point in time. Well, I was going to say, that was it. (laughs) They were trying to buffer y'all with that. Hey, 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 y'all like this guy? Um, Which also blows my mind. Because he was negotiated by Scott Boris. So it was like, you were already talking to the right fucking guy. Like, (laughs) what happened? Is Devers, is Devers a Boris guy? I don't think so. Do you know? Uh, I don't think can so. you check that school? Can we see who Raphael Devers' uh, agent is? 
And when he fires them to hire Scott Boris in six weeks, he may. He um, may. Yeah. No, because like on the Padres side now, which I didn't know, Machado can opt out, I think, after next year. Correct. So that, yeah. So he can potentially be out. Soto can potentially be out the year after that. So they're in now. Um, right. And this is rep one sports. Okay. So not, not Boris. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Um, but yeah, it's it's just been fuck up after fuck up after fuck up. That's why I, like people want me to go all in on Heim. I can't do that. It's not strictly his fault. That's Boston not, GM, right? Yeah, that doesn't mean he's blameless. Of course, right. he has some blame here, but it's not like you can go back to David Ortiz, a guy they dicked around every year, made him play on perpetual one year deals. Uh, that's not like how you treat a franchise player. They Listen, the Red with, Sox clearly disagree. It's only they how they treat their franchise players now. They did it with uh, Terry Francona on the way out. They called him a pill addict when they fired the guy who broke the curse and won two World Series. When Theo left, they called him a weirdo, started leaking stories about him. Um, so like here comes is, the Xander spin is basically what... Uh... Pro- I mean, probably. And I mean, they did it with Mookie. They were like, he was irrational when we were trying to negotiate with him. And it was like, no, you lowballed him. And then he came up with a higher number. <laughs> he didn't want to take way middle. too little money. Yeah. And uh, then he settled for pretty much right in the middle of what he pitched and the Red Sox pitched just with the Dodgers. Um, so it's just been insanely frustrating. I've written on this in the past, like how... Like, people are always just like, quit the team. Like, I know you're a big advocate of that. It's just like, that's not how, like, my mind works. Like, it's just, they've pissed me off before. They'll piss me off again. Like, it's just a you, very... You tell them, Mick. <laughs> it's a very frustrating um, time right now. But there are a lot of Red Sox fans who are like, I'm going to throw myself off a cliff. If they sign Correa, trade for Sean Murphy, and get Kodai Senga... That's a really good offseason. You could argue a better offseason than if they brought back Xander and did nothing else. Emotionally, I wanted to keep Xander. Logistically, I wanted to keep Xander because his price tag was not supposed to be $280 million. Once it gets to 280, now you do pivot to Correa and you're like, all right, he's two, three we're years younger. spending that much money. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> three years younger and he's better defensively. Like, those are just like, these are facts of the situation. Xander's a better hitter. Correa's not even fully in his prime yet. So it's like, yeah, if I'm going to give a 10-year, $300 million contract to one of them, objectively, I would pick Correa. The whole point of Xander was he was supposed to get like a six, seven-year, $200 million right, of it, it doesn't get to unrestricted free agency. That Yes, and that's the that's biggest problem the, here. Yeah. Once you get to that problem, you have to either act quicker and be more aggressive so that he can't, he doesn't even want to field the rest of these offers. He felt disrespected the whole time. And that's that doesn't that will never sit right with me. We have two players playing on the West Coast right now that should have never played for another team. Arguably, the two best players ever developed by the franchise. Arguably, and you can't resign them long term. It's absurd. like and that. This is where it comes back to Trevor's story. Fuck Trevor's story. You're gonna hey, give that hey, guy. Hey, 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 you're gonna hey, give that hey, guy hey. seven years, 168 million dollars. He's never done anything for anybody. He's second baseman, or is he? Is he short? Is he your shortstop? That's the problem. Yeah, this was the problem, well, Tyler. When we, him, when we signed him, when we signed him, I school. said 
this trash in, trash out is what I say. Trevor's story, we we forget it used to be really good for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Seven years ago, man, I remember. (laughs) Long Um, time ago, long time ago. It was him, it was Ty Hilton, Andres Galarraga, man, those guys could really rake. Trevor Uh Story can't can't throw to first like he, his arm is shot that's why we got him you don't need an arm at shortstop mick what don't you get it's so upsetting and the dansby swanson people listen like his total will probably be lower the aav is not going to be crazy lower like so when you're talking about spendability per year that one to two million dollars doesn't mean fucking anything so right. the size of the contract is almost irrelevant it truly is almost irrelevant uh yeah once you get that and that's it's the whole like somebody said it earlier in chat. If if it gets this far, you have to now try to talk yourself into a rational decision. It it isn't a rational decision to give a, a thirty year old guy an eleven year contract. Yeah. No. Are you willing to deal with that? But ideally, if you signed him, I don't two years two arbitration years ago, you would have those two years and eat in some of that time, and we wouldn't you wouldn't have to make a decision with a guy thirty years old on a nine ten eleven year deal because when you look at it like only this way can we rationalize this probably not but like you said should it have even gotten here definitely not no but now you got trevor store i feel like uh quitting the red Sox. that's the easiest part i mean just look at me with the packers that 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 went over really well yeah uh, the packers have won as many super bowls as we won world series in the last decade i don't know that's a fair one-to-one comparison um and that's what sure was more insulting to uh... (laughs) people people defend uh henry being like he's won four world series and it's like yeah he bought the team and they started winning like i don't know how much credit he deserves because it, it ignores the fact of what i said before he fundamentally changed how we went about doing business like it was the open checkbook and that's how you sign a Hanley and a Pablo which were objectively horrible decisions but it also goes back to the Red Sox regardless of who the GM is have always prioritized outside players over guys who have done it for you and that pisses me off if you're gonna pay people then why you stick with them Mick go find your team if you're gonna overpay people do it to the people who've done shit for you. That's what infuriates. Ortiz no, didn't get a multi-year deal until his last contract. Like that kills me. How? How? How did he play? And why because did no one else the ever? Sox way from the sounds of it. Why did no one else ever try to sign him? That's what I don't get either. Like, nah. Was he going? He wasn't leaving, man. You same way you're not have. leaving. No, y'all not leaving, man. They put that that pixie dust over you. I didn't think uh, so. uh, Xander was going to leave. I don't think Xander did either. Till uh, no, he, he's, yeah, he saw Tatis. Uh, he said, "Why is Fernando Tatis calling me?" Um, I was saying, he wants to tell me about his brother. Tatis. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was saying trade for Tatis and get Xander because Tatis is not good defensively. Well, the move is now, and I'm very interested interested to see how it goes in San Diego. They have like Machado at third, Xander. Yeah, they promised him short, which moves Kim. Like, yeah. Yeah, a very a great defensive shortstop, right? Moves him to second. Cronenworth goes from second to first. Tatis goes from short to right. Soto goes from right to left. Mm. Now I don't know who's I don't know, still left there, but we will see. But again, also Machado potentially a free agent one year. Soto maybe the next year. So we might this might be the one year they roll it out and see. And after that, 
Who knows? <laughs> also, the Padres, Padres might not be done yet. They've been trying to give out. Like they're trying to give out four hundred, right? They still got one hundred twenty million dollars. They're trying to give out to somebody. Uh, yeah, that could go for a pitcher. They're, I mean, I don't think they need. Not, they, I don't think they think they need one. But um, yeah, it's you never know. Like you never know. Maybe they go get uh, Nemo. Like clearly, they're not concerned about uh, anything, <laughs> anything at all. It doesn't appear uh, to be. Uh, I want to know why they got. Uh, like why they needed to get rid of those money so quickly. Like they truly offered it to everyone. Where did, did the merchant of death give them this money? Where did this money come from that they had to get it out of their hand? Who are they washing this money for? I was going to say they made a promise to somebody that they, <laughs> or they lost a bet. Man, y'all give out at least $280 million in contract. Okay. Okay, man. Um, this is like when that one MMA promotion's <laughs> like, hey, we found $500 million lying around at the end of the year. Pretty right, sick. Who wants to fight to the death? Yeah. Uh, like, why is he saying, who cares about defense? I, I feel like it's one of those, you, you say it now. It also depends on the position because I like the shifts are changing, but I feel like at, at any time you're going to want good shortstop, like defense up the middle. Shortstop, as far as I know, is still a premium position, or is it not? Um, no, it is. It yeah, is. so I, I like moving Tati. So you can't have ter- you can't you can't say I don't care about the defense at shortstop. I think you could say that at left or right if he's going to hit the way he's been hitting, which is the plan. Yeah, which is it sounds like we're doing with Yoshi. I still think we kind of brought him here to be DH, or if he's playing in left, Verdugo's gone. Well, uh, so yeah, because is- he's the like contact hitter right like not great power not a great fielder but yoshi like just rakes it, from what I it sounds like everything i've read is he's japanese tony gwynn which is sick <laughs> like that's why it was like all right if we get xander this is shaping into a pretty uh appealing off season obviously yoshi's never played in the mlb japan's different now there are plenty of mlb caliber arms that he's going up against and every former uh MLB player who's played against him has been like, no, he's the best Japanese hitter to come over since like Ichiro, Hideki Matsui, people like this. Like he's mm. everything written about him says he's the real deal. You gotta do it on the field first. Like it doesn't Well he's got, he gets to do it for a team with no pressure because they I mean, last place team watching their stars go to the Padres. He's not gonna be in like a he's not gonna have any playoff push on him, man. Let Yoshi develop a on a nice 62-win team. He's fucking 30, so there's not much time to let him develop. He turns 30 during the season. So Trade him like, now. That's, that's a win. That's a compete now type move. Right. Unless you're going to get Kodai. And now it's like, how now much does... Who is that? He's like the best pitcher. Him and Rodon are the best two pitchers left on the market. Kodai Sanga is monster. Where, um, where did he pitch last year? The Japan. Okay, that's all. I was like, you play for the Pirates? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, he had an ERA of like 1.98 last year, something like that. Yeah, he's filthy. Decent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, okay, who's in the lead for him? Or do we know? Well, he's taking, like, this was the weirdest thing about Yoshi was when Japanese players are either uh, posted or free agents, they never, like, Yoshi was posted yesterday morning and was signed yesterday afternoon. That never happens. So that makes right. me think the Red Sox finally did something smart and colluded with him. Because um, I've never seen one, like a, a Japanese free agent sign that quickly. Um, 
They should have colluded with Bogars, man. I'm I'm tired of hearing oh, they didn't have a chance Honestly. to make they didn't have a chance to make a final offer. He played there for six years. What do you mean you have a chance to make a final <laughs> offer? Uh if if the new plan, and I understand people who are like, there's no plan. It certainly looks like there's no fucking plan <laughs> right now. If the plan is we get these two guys, and we've heard from Shohei, his concern with the East Coast is that it's far away from Japan. If you fill the team with more Japanese players than any other team has, is that enough to woo him here in free agency? Now, can you sell that to Red Sox fans for another year of waiting? No, you cannot. You sure I don't know. Cannot. I feel like they'll be... <laughs> So you can uh, underpay him and the... shit on Otani, even though he never played for you? Shit on him on the way out, too? Oh, he left, right. he left a gum wrapper in the garbage can after we met with him. He I mean, pissed on I the floor. Seen, uh, I haven't seen a single person say like anything bad about Xander taking this money. I think everyone's in agreement. Not, this how could you? Management yeah. Fuck up. yeah, this is a management fuck-up. Um... And it was really upsetting. Um, yeah, Xander did give them a chance. Absolutely gave them a chance. He gave them every oh, yeah. chance. I was going to say, yeah, that, <laughs> that's my Literally point. every chance. When you say they didn't get a last chance, it's like, if you feel like you didn't get a last chance, it's because you had a hundred of them. Right, yeah. That's where I, I meant with it. But yeah. if he, he's like, are, are y'all going to come close? And they were like, no. Uh, yeah. You had a chance this every day of the season this year. <laughs> every day the negotiating window is open because we say it all the time but duh if it, if a guy gets to unrestricted free agency it takes one team and you don't they don't owe you the call back they don't owe you the anything they said here's the most money the most years the position you want this is every everything you want that your current team has not shown the inclination to give you right and he signed on the or after was it what was the timeline after that he was like are y'all just really not gonna come close and they were like no then he signed on the spot yeah whatever it was last night he was that boris was like yeah this is the padres like this is a real offer like i'm not doing my boris shit like i have the contract here and right, not, like, no no so so uh, i don't have any cute wordy uh say yeah I have a two hundred eighty million dollar contract. Yeah, he's like, I get ten percent of this, you know. Like, I'm, I might sign. I might forge his signature if you don't give me an answer. Uh, but yeah, that was. I mean, Judge. Uh, I see people talk about Judge. Judge literally staged everything. Like he, he, he played the Yankees real good to get that money, and the Yankees paid credit to them. Uh, Hal paid. Cashman. It sounds like didn't do. And he signed himself and then went on vacation. That's what yeah, Cashman did. <laughs> my work here is done. <laughs> do we think? Which the, I respect. Now that I think about it, do we think that judges camp linked to Heyman? He was going to the Giants to get Hal yes. on the phone. Yes. Uh, like yes, to really be like, no, like we're basically the Boris. We're dead serious. Like we're not fucking around, guys. Like this is yes. the call. Um, he definitely I did could, tell that uh, to Heyman, and he also. They staged a whole TMZ photo shoot in San Francisco. Like, it wasn't actually TMZ. It was like they played the San Francisco media and they played. Judge did? Yes. Yeah. Judge masterclass <laughs> offseason by Aaron Judge to just keep the money going up. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna walk out of the uh, store right now. Yeah. Heyman was uh, a pun. Absolutely. <laughs> ah, I love it. 
that's yeah, pretty funny. It worked uh, incredibly well. Uh, no, Heyman got used for show. Uh, <laughs> so just call me arson. They won't suspect the thing. <laughs> but, uh, that's your plausible deniability. Like if somebody did this, right. I just think it, in NFL terms, would have Schefter tweeted that one hundred percent? Thousand percent. Would he? Oh no, Tom. Br- no, he's signing with the Saudi Arabian League. He'll play with Ronaldo. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm certain of it. Uh, so he one thousand would have got used. Meanwhile, we see Brady resigns with the Bucks five years, five hundred million. Um, yeah, like, Heyman's the Boris mouthpiece. They all got their mouth. Like you know what I'm saying? This yeah, is not new to this industry. How do I feel about patchwork at shortstop until Marcelo Meyer? Bad. I feel bad about that play. <laughs> Terrible idea. Like I, Marcelo Meyer, by all accounts, is the realest of deals. You do not. <laughs> he Was can't he pros- be he's a shortstop yeah we took him fourth right. overall two years ago two drafts ago you cannot pretend like that's a sure thing he could get hurt right. and a million things could happen like you have and li- is he just the- like killing the made minor leagues right now like is yeah. he just like oh uh, hmm. sign to a 10-year deal then i don't that's think what i, I would do. do that with casas i would do it with a million different people but yeah, Meyer's 19. He's probably going to be up when he's 21. I don't mm. know that you can just be like, that's the only plan we have. Like, that seems dumb. Well, it's also two years away. He's 19 right now. Y'all talking about just two yeah. years away? What's the... Just punting two years. Like, I don't yeah. want things to be Swanson. It, it's, it really is Correa, or I'm going to be quite upset. Wait, no, no. Let me... Uh, who was Al <laughs> talking to there, school? Um, uh, this is Hal Steinbrenner. He had an audience with the Pope on December 1st. Uh, five days later, he closed the Aaron Judge negotiations from Italy. I thought John Haven tweeted, Pope John, uh, Pope Francis <laughs> Paul IV is here. He hit 269 last year. He's trying to get back into the NL Central if he can. Um, He's got a couple years left at catcher behind the plate. Can we go? Can regular people go to the winter meeting? I want to go to the winter oh. meeting and start some rumors. <laughs> yeah, next year we should go. Next year we yeah. should definitely go. Yeah, just start some rumors. Like, man, I don't know, man. Hey, uh, hey, man, I got a tip for you. Um, I saw, I saw Shohei. He was standing over there. He was talking to the Rays. It looked like. I saw him talking to Kawhi Leonard, man. We think he goes to the Clippers, brother. That's what I'm hearing, John. I'm just, I'm just putting a little bird in your ear, man. Um. Just walking around the winter meetings, like man, I heard that guy was going to retire. I thought he already did. Yeah, I just just diff- whoever the next big free Otani, whoever else next year, be like man, did you see him walk up the steps? God, oh, that knee. <laughs> just watch it spray. He had the worst. He was in a walking boot. I couldn't believe it. Oh my! They loaded Otani out of the car like uh, he was being uh, hella lifted. Um, I, I wouldn't pay him as far as I could see him. Then the Braves sign him for a little five-year, fifty million, five club options. Uh, on top of that, who? Uh, oh yeah, there was also Coke Hamels. Did uh, <laughs> was that Heyman getting played, or was that? Uh, I think it was Heyman again. He said Coke Hamels and had definitely. to delete it. <laughs> was was he having some fun, or is he really uh, hitting the sauce too hard? Um, I think he just it's the the need to be first. You know, he's just rushing, 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 and he. Doesn't check the spelling. I do well, wonder. Also, yeah. Every yeah. time they, every time they cut to him on MLB Network, he looks like fucking Snuffleupagus. Like he looks Heyman. like, yeah, he looks like he I just got. Like, he, pull, I don't he, think he I've looks, ever seen him. 
it, it just he always looks so unkempt. Like he just he's reporting news from a wind tunnel for some reason. It's insane. Oh. <laughs> if this guy was taking why why would why did uh, Victor Cruz not Victor um Nelson Cruz let him take a picture let this guy take a picture of him man this is not the same person either Nelson Cruz uh, posed like it was picture day like, I'm like yeah I'm here uh yeah that's the yeah, one this is the one when you're about to deliver the most fraudulent news in the world. <laughs> <laughs> The Heyman bomb. <laughs> uh, Wasn't there another reporter who talked about the judge signing between Twitter Stanton's name? Yes, yes, there was. That's uh, Nightingale, Bob Nightingale, oh, who is an absolute fucking stooge. Never correct, <laughs> not one. Even last night after Xander signs, he tweets out the this national is the guy? First... <laughs> yes. Like I kind of. Okay. I really okay. don't know who the fuck I'm, he okay. was. I've, today... I've seen that every Yeah. Okay. He's uh, never changed it, he's never been correct. He tweeted last night after Xander's deal came out. This is the first time a team has had three $300 million infielders. We know he didn't sign for $300 million. What are you talking about? <laughs> he gets everything. He said, he said Stanton signed with the, Gi the Giants, like when he was breaking, when he was trying to piggyback off the, the judge news. Like just profoundly wrong every step of the way. <laughs> Crushing it. Uh, yeah, who's he work for or with? Or is he just solo? Tori said he might not. Is he another night? Uh, might not be real? No, Bob he Knight, definitely used real. to work for USA Today. I don't know if he does anymore. Yeah, he's okay. still USA Today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think he was right. He was right very recently. Like, I, no, during the lockout, he was like the only one tweeting positive news. Oh, so yeah. So people were like, this is his time to shine. Yeah. He's finally. Get it right. Walking back and forth against this uh, this parking lot where the players are on one side and the owners are on the other. And no, uh, he's just he's just never right. We got some Heyman out in the wild. Yeah, YC says this is Heyman walking around. Um, here we go. Let's have a look at the Heyman. One step at a time. The Sims character. Is that, is that him in the middle? Stopped right. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting Unplugged. for his command. Manchurian um, candidate. Green dot over his yeah. Kill Nelson Cruz. <laughs> Dude, that's him at the winter meetings, I think. He's just like, hmm, hmm. He just turned around. He didn't even He's just wandering around. He doesn't even know nah. where he is. He got his command. <laughs> this guy is not command. real. Yeah. Find Coke Hamels. <laughs> <laughs> It was it Reggie Jackson in a naked yeah. gun? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put Lizzie in the box. Um, Standing normal. I like it. Yes, big normal. The normalist. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, why are we talking baseball story? We didn't get to yesterday. MLB using different baseball school? For one team. For one team in particular. Listen. Interesting. Interesting. This is yeah, Bradford William Davis in conjunction with Dr. Meredith Willis. Insider found evidence MLB used three distinct baseballs in 2022. The balls show up in distinct places in our sample. And a player got a stern warning from the league for trying to help. 
And it's a long read. I would 1000% bookmark this article and read this article. The charts, the data, the, like, the investigation, the years of research that went into this is remarkable. And it was basically, they were like, hey, does the MLB have two different balls? And Rob Manfred was like, that's preposterous. <laughs> okay, 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 we do. But it's because COVID. And we had to go back into the old, livelier ball, like the, the ones that were jumping off the bat more. So don't ask me about them no more. And they did more research, and they were like, wait a minute. They weren't using two different balls. They were using different balls. But only in some places. And as it shows here, they've, they've got it color marked off. Some were used like during All-Star Week, commemorative weekends, postseason, and Yankees. Uh, <laughs> the four teams of the major league all-star week commemorative postseason <laughs> yankees Roger um, Maris Jr. doesn't know what's real anymore he has no god he, <laughs> he said the goldilocks ball was was finkel and finkel was ironhorn um the goldilocks that's the one they found it was but it was just right. wasn't too wasn't too lively. It wasn't too dead. It was just right. Well, this has been the complaint for a few. Dallas Braden was one of the first people I heard talking about this a lot. It was like people were like, "Yeah, why do why do home run numbers like plummet in the playoffs?" We understand the players are better, but like this is chaos, right? And every like, pitcher ain't uh, Kofax <laughs> out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And everyone all of a sudden was just like, oh, yeah, these are wildly different baseballs. And, like, I've been yelling this for a few years. Like, I'm okay with juiced balls versus, like, juiced players. But this was also why during September, August and September, I was like, this is not a clean record either. And I'm glad <laughs> now we have the, the stats to back it up. Everyone who was, like, championing that as it was, like, legitimate – Interesting enough that this team fucking got swept in the ALCS. Hey, 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 hey. It's That's almost not, that not on if, the chart. That's not on the chart. It, it's not almost chart. as if. No, it's postseason right there. It says it. It's almost as if. It's almost as if they, they needed that advantage to be better. Who knows? Well, it didn't work. So that's false. Because like you said, they were swept, swept, swept out of the playoffs. So I don't <laughs> know more of that. Um but no, this is just a wildly fascinating read. And I saw in 2019, Korea did a st like something similar. They increased the size of the ball, but added a gram uh, of weight. And homers dropped by a third? A third? The MLB was like, all right, that's, they got too much dip on their chip. Uh, <laughs> well, that baseball also, like, they they don't, if I remember correctly, they don't they don't have a uniform way about muddying the balls because like if you've ever mm. seen an mlb baseball it's not white it is like disgusting it is a disgusting <laughs> it looks ball. used like, yeah yeah all december <laughs> yeah. it's like every umpire has to go i don't know cincinnati or somewhere and they have to just they have these these mounds of mud and they doctor <laughs> all the balls and it's like in korea it's like they have this um this like sand type uh, material but it's also mm. why like the spider tax shit never happened over there because they can actually hold the fucking ball over there i and i understand <laughs> it's a little smaller but they didn't add like 
when they cover it in mud, if anyone's ever played baseball and you grabbed a muddy baseball, you can't grip it at all. Like there's no telling where it's going. That's why spider attack happened. Over in Korea, they already have a substance on the ball where it's like, this isn't a crazy advantage, but no one's going to die uh, because the pitchers can't control where it's right, going. Right, and everyone has it. So nobody, like, you don't need right. to use spider tech because it's on. Right. Yeah. Uh, Coley's trying to eliminate one of the longest standing jobs in the world, which is the New Jersey baseball mud guy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> He's a linchpin in our community. I was just um, like, like, just give him a different substance. That's all. In the article, like the very first, I think it's the very first paragraph is, I think it's Verlander. At All-Star or something. Something where it's supposed to be happy. And his first question, he's caught on Mike asking somebody, when are y'all going to fix these fucking balls? <laughs> it's like, okay, no, right over here, your World Series MVP. Because, um, yeah, it's like every pitcher, which, of course, if you... We wouldn't know it, but if all you do is throw baseballs for a living, you can tell a gram a difference, or you know it's like, this don't feel right. Right. Or also, like, I'm getting rocked way more than that. That ball shouldn't have went <laughs> out of the stadium. Um, and so, no, yeah, of course, there, of course there weren't two different balls, school. No. There were three that we know of. Um, so... <laughs> Get mad at me. Like, I'm the one who made this fucking decision. Mm, you think mm, that's mm, where mm, I'd put mm, the mm. juice balls? <laughs> like yeah. That's where I'd do it? No, it's a long con. You put him there so when he broke the record, which he has, uh, you could then try to disavow it. No, I, the juice balls. I think I've noticed no one's uh, kept track of like the, the Western Conference three-point record or the NFC wide receiver <laughs> yards record. I'm, I'm shocked no one's kept up Listen, with that. That's a lie. You know Jerry Rice knows that record off the top of his head. You know, <laughs> He's you not talking about it, though. He's not talking <laughs> yes, about it. Yes, he is. I wish he would stop. Um, my, my theory is that Coley, Coley is the one who juiced the balls so the Yankees would overpay for a pumpkin. That's what I'm thinking. Mm, when the balls go back to dead ball era, a judge it? just crushes one and it just dies center field. You don't know what happened. Yep. If he's 33 next year, oh, man, that's going to be a tough scene. It's going to be a tough scene. He plays 158 games uh 26 home runs, a little bit of a down year for Mr. Moneybags. Uh, that would be very funny. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. Let us take five. We will come back. I want to guess some movies, man. We, uh, Scoob had an idea. We, we, we're going to do a little movie talk. I want to hear about Eric Adams, what he has going on. We got some NBA, more news and what have you. So let's take a quick five. Thumbs up, please and thank you uh, on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can join us in chat. Five minute break. We'll come back on the other side. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up and joining us. Scoob's here. The McMahon is here. Uh, Scoob, you sent a, what was that list of movies uh, you, you, you sent into the gang here? I haven't seen any of these. I, and I Nor have I. I haven't. I've. I will. I've seen one, and I, I've seen number one. So that makes this easy. Okay, this is the best movies of 2022 by A. O. Scott, our co-chief film critic. Uh, what site is this from, or what, um, what uh, location not, is this from? We're not speaking about that site today. Uh oh. Oh, boycotting that site. Today. Oh, should we not be doing it today? No, this is fine. We're just not going to say the name of the site. Okay, and we're not going to click the link either. 
Is no, it a canceled no site? The, the, the writers are striking today, I believe. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I did not um, know that either. I yeah, didn't okay, know should, that should, yeah, until today. We? But <laughs> we had this idea yesterday. We should go with the idea because we're making fun of them. We're not uh, big upping this list. <laughs> we're... we're... Yeah, no, it is us. We will cross the picket fence, uh, the picket line. <laughs> um, this is the best movies, and I, unlike Scoob, I, I'm 0 for 10 here. I haven't heard of any of these besides number one and number six. McMahon, you uh, you know any of these? I've I've heard of number one. I've heard of number six. If Down with the King isn't the uh, the Williams uh, sister dad movie, I have not heard of that. I don't think it's called Down with the King. Uh, Flux Gourmet. <laughs> what is what 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 is Flux Gourmet about? Those are two words. I'm say, yeah, like what, uh, what? What was Peter Strickland? What was he getting at? I'm gonna say uh, Flux Gourmet is like it's about a a sous chef. Uh, is is Russell this one night in the kitchen when assassins attack him, and it turns out that he is an assassin that forgot he is an assassin. He's a better assassin than chef. Yes, he's in flood. He doesn't know which world to. Do I stay here? You know, slicing squares like Sicilians, um, or do I honor my real passion? Is down with the king the Freddie Gibbs movie? I have heard of that then. Freddie Gibbs has a movie? It, yeah. <laughs> like an autobiography movie or like a movie like he Freddie Gibbs produced? Oh, he's oh. he's like the star of it. <laughs> it's, it's a Freddie Gibbs show starring Freddie Gibbs. Produced by Freddie Gibbs. Executive he's produced by lot. Mark Jacobs. Yeah. He's in that Sam J uh show on NBC. Like he's just an actor now. I don't know what's going on. I thought he was just perpetually in beef now. It just he, I thought he and Benny the Butcher just yell at each other. I thought, I he's got thought a lot of they time. both did for a living. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's got a lot of time. Um so, so I've I've found what Flux Gourmet is actually about. And um we we were not like, close whatsoever. Was our movie better before we hear what it was about? I think so. I think so. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Here we go. Flex Gourmet. At an institute devoted to culinary and elementary performance, a collective finds themselves embroiled in power struggles, artistic vendettas, and gastrointestinal disorders. So they're shitting? Yeah, it was a IBS. Is that what this is about? A a gourmet chef that can't stop shitting on themselves? It's a 2 out of 10 for me. Yeah, 2 out of 10. No bears. Caught my eye. Coley, Coley had thoughts about this one. If there's bears, he's gonna be pissed. Yeah, do we think there's bears? Yeah, I if if the movie were just called Bears, I'd be more interested. No bears, out, hard out. But you gotta see, there might be bears. If there, but then I'm furious. That's false advertising. I'm getting a class action <laughs> lawsuit together. No right to bear arms. This is a movie about <laughs> a movie about the amendments. Um. After Sun, oh, Mr. Bachman Night. in his class. Yeah. Here we go. 
What's the what's the scoop on no bears? There's I don't think there's any bears in here. It says follows two parallel love stories in which the partners are thwarted by hidden inevitable obstacles, the force of superstition and the mechanics of power. I mean, the hit- not like grizzly bear. It's about twinks. Like, what's this about? The, the hit- you gotta watch them. <laughs> the hidden- I was thinking grizzly or black bear. there's none of those types the inevitable obstacle could be a bear it could be a bear that's the the paths cross they're hiking in the woods and they're both attacked by a bear at the same time that feels evitable yeah Yeah, that feels evitable no i I don't know it's inevitable Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah those bears i got you uh i mean it must be pretty good it's number five is that Tar with the looks in? Uh, Lost Illusions. All the beauty and the bloodshed is... I'm listening. That I'm listening. All the beauty it's like and the... a weekend album title. <laughs> that one, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, that one's going to be about like a, a very hard-nosed fashion design world. Mm. Making her way. Having her say. Um... Maybe I'll never see another movie ever again, man. These ain't catching me. Oh. The movies we coming up with, I think, are better. Oh, okay. So all the beauty in the bloodshed. Let's see this one. This one is about... That capitalism, man. This one is sad. This one's sad. Oh. Uh, the, the, li- the life of artist Nan Golden, the downfall of the Sackler family. The pharmaceutical dynasty was greatly responsible for the opioid epidemic's Unfathomable death toll. Oh, they look like they're having a ball. Yeah, fuck these people. I don't know, man. They look like they they're having fun. I, I guess that's the beauty. I th- I think that's that's the that's probably Nan Golden. The sad that's not the Sacklers. Mm. I don't know though. It's hard to tell. I don't. Know. Uh, Very hard. Mr. Bachman and his class, that one. That's the one that I can't get out of my head. Mr. Bachman and his class. Because who's seeing a movie based on the name Mr. Bachman and his class? That's like a 1980s Robin Williams on the cover. I'll go see it. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't think of his name, but I think he's canceled anyway, so it's probably better. Um yeah, what's he teaching his class? And then what's the real lesson that they learn along the way? He's a history teacher, but his life is not history, is what he tells his kids. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, that's the canceled guy I was thinking of. I don't know who that is. is he For the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Neptune mm. Frost. Dude, what is the, what are these movies? Mr. I don't ba- know. Mr. Bachman in his class explores the close bond between an elementary school teacher and his students. His unconventional methods class with the complex social and cultural realities of the provincial German industrial town they live in. There's got to be movies that people have seen for this list, right? This is 2021. This hadn't even. Don't even saying, so was so was the tenth one. Two of these were twenty twenty one, at least. Yeah, I thought I, I thought we used to have some standards, man. 
This is why uh, this is why we don't cross the picket line. This is why we didn't click the link because we knew, mm-hmm. and we, we never we are like why he said it was a screenshot. So we stealing. So it's all on the level. We are stealing technically. Hmm. Uh, that was not me agreeing in case it's ever played in court. Uh, what else? Lost illusions and tar terror. So tar after sun. Tar. I don't think I wonder about it. that. Sound like sundown towns. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Tar is about, uh, I believe it's about a, a woman. Um, and I think she's a little little out there, wow. right? Uh-oh. I think she, she's, uh, well, it's like, like a comedy movie. So she's she's very funny. She's a right winger? Oh, no. No, no, I think she's <laughs> yeah, funny. Like, you can't say a little out there, you know what I mean? What's that mean these days? Well, let's um, see, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, the Ashley Babbitt story? <laughs> Here uh, we go. Uh, Lost Illusion? No, uh. The, the film, set in the international world of classical music, centers on Lydia Tare, Tar, Tar, who knows, widely considered one of the greatest living composers, conductors, and fief, first ever female chief conductor of a major German orchestra. What's with Germany? What's with yeah, the German what, Is this the third German movie? It's at least the second. Uh, too, interesting. Too yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Neil says Scoob is wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I think I made a better movie than they did with what I said. I'm with school. Yeah, I'm with the school. Uh, Which ones did we have left? Neptune Frost. Yeah, I think Neptune Frost is really only one. I think we've been dancing over NF. That's Uh, a a Moneybag Yo uh, lyric about his his watch. Uh, it's on the new him and uh, some new rapper I haven't heard of. Whoa, oh, okay, Uh-oh. wait a second. This Mick one, was spot on. This one, <laughs> this one looks awesome. Okay, this one actually looks very cool. I'm listening. What's uh, uh also 2021 though? Uh, once again, once again, uh, okay, I, was, the- I know this year's movie sucked, is what this is telling me. Yeah, and next year's list will all be movies that came out this year. So, uh, In the hilltops of Burundi, a group of escaped Colton miners form an anti-colonialist computer hacker collective. From their okay. camp in an otherworldly e-waste dump, they attempt a takeover of the authoritarian regime, exploiting the region's natural resources and its people. When an intersex runaway and an escaped Colton miner find each other through cosmic forces, their connection sparks glitches within the greater divine circuitry. Okay, I might be in it. I, that sounds better, by far better than any of the other movies I think we've heard here that I've heard. The other ones were like, a teacher is in Germany. This, <laughs> that was the whole synopsis. She conducts the orchestra. Um, yeah. It's, these people fight for their life. Yeah. Um, now, this sounds all right, real. Is this the Saul Williams I think it is, or am I way off? Well, who's the Saul Williams you're thinking of? Is that him? American poet, writer, actor, and musician known for That's his... the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't know he did this, too. Yeah, uh, he's acted he in a bunch of stuff. This is first movie he's ever directed. This by far looks like the one... If I was going to watch one... It'd be this one. Yeah, I think we found our Or no one. bears. Or no bears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Kyrie wrote this movie. <laughs> um, you don't. They won't let us talk about the movie Kyrie wrote. Um, no, no, also in Germany. But, <laughs> I gotta say, I was. The Graham Mertz news, I think, is official, but I don't think I'm ready to take my medicine yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, so over the break, that got locked in, I think. I... So that can make a fucking <laughs> thumbnail. It's <laughs> hey. still time. It's still time. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'll address the thumbnail allegations. The mandate, the mandate to the decree, I said it said specifically it had Coley's name and Coley plus specifically said Coley. that is social security number two, man. I've seen it. Uh, his blood type, his mother's maiden name. They said we want Mick. Uh, <laughs> Front and center, but I ain't ready for that. Nick, man, you got a conspiracy or something yet? I, I can't take this grand merch medicine yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, I was going to look into the wormhole shit, um, and then I saw just a simple tweet last night that was such a perfect conspiracy, I was furious that I didn't think of it myself. Someone just tweeted out, have you guys ever heard the conspiracy? Which... It didn't happen. Like I've never heard this before in my life, and I'm plugged into this shit, and I love it so much. Uh, you guys ever hear the conspiracy that they invented the lottery to catch time travelers? I said, "Oh boy, what a conspiracy!" I, I love it. <laughs> I saw that one scroll by, and that was one of those like, "What? Not even what strain? Like what strain of, of crack cocaine is? It? <laughs> what kind of heroin?" Uh, I would love. I love it. I I need that brain. Whatever, whatever the brain or whatever they did to get there, I need that right up here. I don't want no. I don't want it in my community. I don't want it played around my children. I don't want. <laughs> it shouldn't vote. It shouldn't pay taxes. I I, I don't. Mm -mm. It makes so much sense. Like, listen. <laughs> all we everyone you ask most people, what would you do with time travel? They're like, I'm either gonna go place a bet on a big sports game or. Go just win the lottery in the past. Bet we'll on. Go back to November twenty first, nineteen sixty three, in Dallas, Texas. That's what everyone's saying. Not just me. Those are the only mm -hmm. ones. But yeah, that would be a great way to weed out the lottery winners. If you're, because other than Scoob, I've never met anyone who's won the lottery. Maybe they are all time travelers, and that's how we get rid what? of them. How much lottery are we talking about? Because I know people that have won, like, not mega millions, but, a, like, substantial lottery. Like, they still okay. work. So that's why I was like, hey, <laughs> please catch me out of the pool. I'm still going to work, so I ain't win that much. Uh, they didn't just pay for some strange in a big truck like Scoob's pal? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that was not strange. That girl sat behind him for uh, 11 years in school. Uh, <laughs> um... But I do, you think you got, oh man, 10, 25, 37, you think you got the winning number and you walk in and they say, we're on to you, bitch. Um, that, that's gotta be just... like a, the first thing they say to you when you're about to time travel, they're like, whatever you do, don't win the lottery. And you're like, what? Of course yeah, but I'm, gonna... def I'm definitely not going to go back and play uh, 20, 15, 35, 57. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, why is he asked the good questions? We're trying to catch them. Now, what do we do with them? Now you, wow. you, you said we got you, time traveler. Reverse engineer. Go on. Reverse engineer is good. I like that. Figure out time travel from now. Uh, because <laughs> if 
as time's been explained to me by Arian Foster, it's it's always happening. Doctor we think of Foster. yes, correct. Uh, PhD uh, Foster, neurophysicist Fino. And the way he was describing it was like everything that's that's happened and will happen is is happening. Uh, it's not linear as we think about it. Uh, it thinking about time really freaks me out. Um, oh, I, it's yeah. very scary. I always have that thought when I play FIFA and I lose. I'm like, well, the game just decided before I even started that I lost. <laughs> like I could feel it, you know. No, sometimes you I, you definitely get that like Madden or 2K. It's like, oh, I'm just not winning this game. Huh? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'm just not winning this game. Gotcha. <laughs> um, that's, my, it's clearly out of my hand. That's one of the, um, the, the major times in my life where I sit down and I'm like, yeah, everything's fake. Like I'm watching this in real time play out to fuck me. I can feel it happen. Mm. You think the lottery went? When they win the lottery, do they know? Or they're what do you mean? like, like did they? What, the tweet was they had the lottery to catch time traveler, uh, travelers. Mm -hmm. But do the people that winning the lottery? Is it like oh, I? I know I'm going to get the money, but I hope they're not really onto my time traveling <laughs> ways. Um, if you show up in like the super futuristic suit, they're like, all right, pal, nice try. But there are yeah, a lot of, Jets, huh? yeah. I mean, the, the lottery has made it like you don't just go to a building and they hand you a check in private. Like they put it <laughs> right on front street. Like there's, there's you people have to claim it in many States. Yeah. Publicly. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. You have to like, in front of cameras, I've seen people put on like in other countries put on like Halloween masks. Daft like, Punk, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not catching me. Um, so yeah, it's it is interesting. I don't know. I'm sure they do some vetting when they give you the money. Like they check your. There's no your, way. How how would do you think there's any a billion dollars like the most yes. one? That's why people uh, be down so bad immediately afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> how would you prove you're not a time traveler how do you prove it i know how I could, i'm like i'm black i would have been killed i don't know what you got <laughs> i don't know what you boys got to get out of it they said nah he's free to go um that is know, it I, like I, if they catch you yeah prove you're not how do we know you weren't sitting here with the right numbers man one thing i i struggle with is like how do you really prove anything like oh, flip the script on him. Yeah, no, no, that was not even my counter, but it's like, I don't know how you would legit, because like, I'm an asshole, so I'm always like picking at like uh, yes. little, little small loopholes or, or in, in, uh, discrepancies, what have you. Like, I'll always try and pick at that one thing. But like, one thing I, I struggle with ever since I had kids is like, if I was at like the, if something, like, my daughter is a dickhead. When we're in the store and I tell her not to do something, she just starts screaming mommy. And it's like, if she's not around, a lot of strangers just see this little girl screaming mommy and this big menacing guy trying to pick her up. Like, if the cops show up, how do I prove that's my daughter? Birth certificate doesn't, like, I don't have that on me. We don't have any identification. Maybe you should. Right, I don't disagree, but it's like, like that... I, I think like all the time, like man, this could go like I. There's no real proof. Like they're not, they're not gonna run the blood test right now. It's horrifying. Fight them off. You gotta you gotta get a certain level of riled up to where they're like only a <laughs> yes. father gets this riled up. Yes, uh, an innocent man would be aggressive. Um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, this is the struggle I have. Uh, listen, it's the old. 
It's the old King Solomon in the Bible, man. Oh, lady yeah. came up, said, yeah, this is my baby. Another lady said, this is my baby. He said, okay, we can fix this. We'll cut it in half. <laughs> Y'all can each have half of it. And one lady was like, yeah, that's okay. I'll take half of the baby. And the real mother was like, what? No, don't cut the baby in half. That's how you figure it out, Mick. I just cracked the- you Cut the police in half. No, what do you say? Oh my God. I just, all the pieces just locked in my head. Okay, so what if the lottery, the the entire lottery is fake. And anytime anyone ever has ever won it, it's never actually been won. It's all fake set up just to catch the time travelers. There's no, it's never, ever been a one before. It's the only time it's ever been won is been fraudulent person came back thinking they had a cheat code. And when we see all the stories like, hey, here's 10 people that blew their lottery millions. It's a setup, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a setup. Those people are there. They're, they're actors. AI. Crisis, act, crisis lottery winner actors. They just killed them mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. as trash. Except for that guy uh, I knew in high school. But maybe that guy was a time traveler because he, he came into school late. He, he wasn't in school my whole life. He came into school in like the middle of eighth grade, in the middle of the school year even. So, I mean. Can I, can I throw you one more loop, school? Was he the time traveler or was she? <laughs> She's like, I got to set it up perfectly so when this guy wins the lottery, I get rich. Is do you know how many women have been in that scenario and how many of them did not have the opportunity because the guy hit the lottery? I think she's the time trap. She just travels spot to spot, uh, <laughs> taking millions. The lottery sucks stress. Uh, watch out, Miles Sanders. Aaron Rodgers is in the chat. Uh, Brian M says, in the future, wouldn't they know the time travelers got caught doing that and not try it? Mm, that's the question. We don't know now, so why would they know? Or do if it, if you're a time traveler, if I get caught, can I time travel again to before I was caught? And, and and how would they know that they got caught for the lottery if they just never came back? They would came just back, assume right. they they died somehow, you know? Right. If I won the lottery, I'm not going back to the future. I'm staying where I'm rich. <laughs> right. Yeah. I sure do miss being poor. Um. <laughs> unless if money has no or what if there there's a what's it called like a drought of money in the future so making all the money in the past and going back and that's the present that's the present um yeah. that's where the drought that's where the drought of money is. um yeah smart time traveler gives us tickets to strangers to test uh to test it depends on how big if it's some Powerball? No, nah, I'll, roll, I'll roll those guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh -oh. oh, my God. Uh -oh. oh, my God. So you, you talked about the, they, they, here's the 10 people who won. What if the time traveler just is like, okay, we're going to do this pool. I know the numbers. They won't kill all of us. They can't kill all of us. This is just squid games. I mean, think about it. They're not going to kill 10 winners. I mean, they, they, they won't know which one's actually the time traveler. And we also don't know who's a real winner. You understand? We just understand. Like, hey, they say this guy won. Him. What are you going to do? I'm buy a house and a truck and a blah, blah, blah. Get some pussy from a uh, <laughs> girl been chased for 12 years. Uh, just like a regular guy. So it's something to consider. It's something I'd never consider and scares me, quite frankly, to consider. But not like whoever tweeted that. It's like, a, let me favorite this because I know you got some heat. Like this isn't a, this isn't a one off. You got to tweet that good. That's not a one off. 
I'll be hearing from you again. Um, that was be- look. Any of the ten movies, the real movies, or we make the lottery time travel movie. Which one would the people rather see? Come on, come on. I'm I'm just gonna see Neptune Frost. That one sounded actually. Right, Scoop still say fuck our movie, huh? But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see Neptune Frost and apply what I see in that to our movie. Scoob and Kyrie make the sequel. Um, <laughs> Are we assuming time? I've seen a lot of people make this point. Are we assuming time travelers aren't already millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires? If there's one thing we know about millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires is that they would hate to have more money. They would hate it. (laughs) It's also they have entirely too much time on their hands. So what if Musk is like Elon Musk is not of this era? What if he's a time traveler? No, he's not cool enough. He's cool on whatever fucking planet he came from, but they were like, "Go be cool there," and we're just like, "No, he's, he, there's nothing cool <laughs> about him." Um, it makes me think. I got. I wish I could time travel to a time when Graham Mertz wasn't my quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean, what fifteen, twenty minutes ago? If I could go back to twenty-six minutes ago, um, no, I. What I heard was, like the McMahon said, I don't have many sources. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple sources uh, on this one. And it's still had, it's still not official, official, meaning the team hasn't tweeted it out, but it's sounding like Graham Mertz is coming to Kentucky. Now, I can tell you all how I've already sold this to myself, or we could wait till it's official. I'm in no rush. No, I'd like to hear how you sold it because there was a time where I thought this guy was going to be the best quarterback we had in a really long time. So, and it starts right there. <laughs> he walked into Wisconsin with expectations he was never going to live up to. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just yeah. how it. That's just how it goes. Because his I, freshman team, he was back up on the team that I think they lost, but made it to the Rose Bowl, and he was the high recruit. It's like he's going to take over next year and keep this train rolling, and. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not coming to Kentucky with those expectations. He's not coming to Kentucky with any expectations <laughs> because everybody says he stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to I said, when have I seen this story before? And I go back to two years ago when Kentucky gets a quarterback from Penn State, the backup, the guy they only let run. And everybody's like, well, there's this guy stinks. He stinks. He's not good. He's not going to do anything. He's not the quarterback. And I know he's about to walk into being a top 10 pick. He left here with two wins over Florida, two wins over Louisville, and a 10-win season. And his name was Will Levis. I know before that, the quarterback before that was Terry Wilson, who came. If you looked at his numbers in community college, they under 60%, a lot of the stuff they show you for Grant Mertz numbers. And Terry Wilson walked out with wins over, I think, Florida, Tennessee, and Louisville. Yeah, and two bowl victories. Before that, Steven Johnson. What I'm getting to is I have no faith in Graham Mertz. Zero. And I want it on the, on the record right now. Not how it sounds. <laughs> I'm building. Um, I do have faith in Mark Stoops, who, for whatever reason, finds quarterbacks. I think he's done it. That's our last seven years of quarterbacks. For whatever finds a quarterback, there's, like, there's no reason this should work. And makes it work. I also know Graham Mertz, respectfully, 
He's not going to be – he's throwing to more talent at Kentucky than he threw to at Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Our wide receivers are no one. Like, respect – like, I, and I know they had the line advantage, the running back, but I think we're going to have the skill positions there. I think – I was waiting for Liam Cohen. I think that's – I thought that was going to be official before this. If Liam Cohen is in on him, he's the one to turn Will Levis to the first-round pick. So if these guys – it's more me trusting Stoops – and Liam Cohen, like, if they see something, I, I trust it. Uh, Ryan said, I'm showing how fandom is a disease. Yeah, I'm the first person to show this. I will also say, guys transfer in now that didn't have success before and have success. Like, it's just not unheard of. So, could you give me uh, Michael Penix's uh, oh, yeah. num- his career numbers? If you look at what he did before he got to Washington, there was nothing to indicate he was going to do this at Washington. This everything you're saying is also why I'm shocked you were so low on DJU. That was more. He got the Dabo. If Dabo thought he was okay, like if Stoops <laughs> thinks he's okay, I trust that. If Dabo thinks he's okay, I don't know. Um, look at these. Look at the four years of numbers for Michael Penix at, at Indiana. If you told Washington last year, yeah, no, this guy coming, he threw four touchdowns and seven picks last year and completed fifty three percent of his passes, and now he threw forty five hundred. He had as many yards that one year. If you look at what Hendon Hooker did at Virginia Tech before Tennessee, mm-hmm. Will Levis before Kentucky, Joe Burrow before LSU, um, like guys get better now. It just is what it's not to say he's going to do that. And also, he can still stink, which I'm afraid he might. Spencer Rattler stinks right now, and he's going to leave that campus a legend because they beat uh, Clemson and Tennessee back to back. Yeah, yeah, Riley's so, right. COVID year Penix was great. And then he tore his ACL, I think. That no, and that's part of it. That's part of like the four year story for whatever reason. But you look at look at those four years previous numbers and tell me you saw the forty five hundred thirty touchdown season coming. Look at what Joe Burrow did the previous even the year before at LSU and say you saw that coming. And Graham Mertz coming in more accomplished than Levis. Steven Johnson, Terry Wilson, and I guess Lynn Bowden counts too. Uh, he played quarterback and won a lot of games for us. So we've won with bad quarterbacks. Uh, and I, yes, why well, I say college quarterback, I don't know how they calculate. It is different than NFL rating. I don't even know what the perfect quarterback rating in college is. I have no idea. Um, I, yeah, but needs is correct. It's not real, whatever it is. I saw uh, the NFL one's not real either. It's <laughs> correct. <laughs> None of them are real correct. Uh, the, the Badgers are bringing in North Carolina's offensive coordinator to be their offensive coordinator. I'm excited for that. It was like a good move. Uh, Drake May was cooking. Right, right. And I did see some people were tagging me saying Drake May is going to come to uh, Wisconsin, but he tweeted, I'm not leaving. So I don't I, think he's yeah, going to. I, I, he's good where he is. Like their whole family went there. I don't think he's not leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. North Carolina. Wiscovy said he had time to improve every year. Got worse every year. And again, this is me not watching the game. I know he had the best statistical year. And I know for his three starting years, he had, I think, two different coordinators wrapped around a COVID year. So again, may, maybe he does stink. We've won with stink before. So let me say it's good. When he came in, I think he was like a four or five star recruit. He was really highly mm-hmm. touted. But, but we've never had wide receivers. There's never anyone to throw the ball to like that I can recall. 
I don't really. Also, is there a what's the system like? The, you run at Wisconsin, right? Right. You you've got the corn, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You got the, so he came in. Yeah. Corn fed boys on the line, and you run the ball with whoever's at the running back position 300, 400 times a year. Yeah, and so we will see. So he got worse every again. I I just know I've heard this before, and maybe he does stink, but we will find out. Uh, yeah, like Tom Bo Nix. Bo Nix did not look like this guy at Oregon. Mm-hmm. You get to a system, a coach, a coordinator, whatever. And Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts showed flashes at Alabama. He didn't show it like he looked like a new guy at Oklahoma. So you find a guy that's all it takes. And to UK fans, it's like, I thought we could do better. It's like, listen, Will Levis is going first round, but we don't have quarterbacks that throw the ball around. If you want to throw for 4,500 yards, you're not going to do it at Kentucky. So that there takes you out of a certain running of guys. So, yeah, we weren't going to just walk into whoever the elite quarterback is. So let's get to work, Graham. Um, I saw um, Dion locked in his defensive coordinator last night. I <laughs> locked in a couple of them. There were some conflicting reports. Oh, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, it was reported that Mike Zimmer had taken that gig. And then it was like, what? No, it's, I can't remember. It's somebody from Alabama's. It was staff. their defensive Assistant? I think like their assist, yeah, associate yeah. coordinator, yeah, or something. Um, so I'm like, damn, where this uh, where did Mike Zimmer news come from? <laughs> Who started that? Uh, so I'm about to play the Josh Allen card from. I ain't even play it for Levis, Riley. Y'all know I'm not gonna play that. If I if there was ever a Josh Allen card to play, it'd be for Levis. Uh, I don't think Mertz can run at all. What I'm familiar with, yeah, I can't really Sweeps. recall. O-line each of the last two years has been the worst in Wisconsin history. And again, they fired the coach. I don't believe all this is on Mertz. Mm-hmm. I think he contributed for sure, but we'll uh, make another gym, as we as we want to do. And I think that's all the medicine I got, man. I'm still hoping it ain't official, but if it is. Bottle's empty. If it is. Uh, now, the thing I wonder about the court, uh, when it was reported that Zimmer was there i was like head former head coaches are going to be coordinators are they doing this short time hoping they get another head coaching job or are they doing this thinking dion's not there long and that's the head you know what i mean I, the guy left involved. the hence kent state head coaching gig it's not a five star but he's well regarded like very highly regarded i should say i f- so i yeah. feel like one a lot of people know dion is always thinking about the next job he's already probably thinking about the next job partially you know uh so the colorado job probably does open up eventually but i do feel like dion's gonna need a lot of help to be a power five coach for the first time you know like it's gonna be a completely different game it is when i think this is some of what he excels at Mm -hmm. like understanding that okay now i'm gonna need like elite staff mm-hmm. like the talent's the talent i'll get the talent in the door but i also need to get i can't just forget about the coaching staff let mm-hmm. me get a head coach or a former head coaches guys that have worked in big programs big power five programs guys that have had or are starting to make the connections we i dion are going to need so let's get them in and, and if they move on then maybe colorado opens up uh, opens up for one of those guys and I like you said, I do think it does help them get future head coaching jobs also, because if you, I mean, you help Dion make that program a, a ranked playoff one, you get a lot of credit for that, too. 
Well, for sure. And that's why I was like, oh, he a guy had a head coaching gig mm -hmm. to take that step back. Is like, oh no, I really believe in what you're doing, or the money is so overwhelming, or mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, I thought getting to the head coaching gig was the ideal, and I can't think of the Kent State, I can't think of his name. Um, but to willingly take the step back for Sean a Lewis. Sean Lewis, thank you, uh, for a one win team. So, he may have gotten the Purdue job if he waited a week, yeah. But I guess his plan is like, okay, whatever we do in this one, two years. I'll be able to walk into a much better job than Purdue. Uh, T. Will says Colorado caps out at nine wins. How long does that take? Are we saying, like, I don't think they do it this year? I was like, are they cap out in two years? They cap out in four years? Is Dion there in four years? I don't know. Um, I don't think Dion's there in four years. I think he signed a five year contract. Does he finish that contract at Colorado? I think I think he has a better job by year four. I know he hopes he does. Um, mm -hmm. I know he doesn't plan on finishing that contract, and I, with the way their recent coaches have went, they probably can't imagine a guy staying five years. But what about Deonda De Auburn after the Hugh Freeze fiasco fails again? He's. I think that's probably the Dion case. Like, I just have to wait one, two years. One of these jobs I really want to open up. Some somebody somewhere will mess up. Mm -hmm. Florida State's looking fine right now. It take one bad recruiting class, one terrible loss, mm -hmm. and he walking into somewhere. Uh, Mick, you think he stays the five years? I don't know. No, I think there's only so many jobs people for college coaches actually would stay under their own volition for five years. Like we've seen Oklahoma bolt for USC. We've seen Notre Dame bolt for LSU in the past 12 months. I can't imagine Colorado's unless he has some point. Oh, he was at JSU for three years. Mm -hmm. Three. Yeah. That Colorado, I think that's what they're looking for. But if Dion wins a national championship, I'm not saying at Colorado anywhere. Hmm. Does that make him the best high-level athlete turned coach in history? Because we talk about it with we forgetting Billy Ruskell's. He was doing it at the same time. Like I don't know that that guy, like he had direct control over the game. <laughs> right. um, but like what I'm thinking of, like the Jordan, the like Larry Bird right now is one of the best just for what he was doing with the Pacers, and they didn't ever win at all. But yeah. we've talked about how that level of athlete struggles in managerial roles and uh, coaching mm -hmm. roles because they, it's hard for them to grasp like what the sport is because they didn't play the same sport as everyone else. Bird won championship. I never won a championship. I was like, got coach. yeah, got close. Like really good teams. Uh, mm -hmm. Henry said, like I'm listening. I'm sure there's some I can't think of off the top of my head. It is interesting. Uh, and the thing I heard Bomani was talking about, he's like, people keep saying Peyton Manning would be a great head coach. But Peyton Manning is not going to be a head coach because the way to be a head coach is to work your way up through the ranks. Peyton Manning is not going to be nobody's assistant offensive coordinator. Dion wasn't going to be anybody's assistant offensive coordinator. He had to find a school that was going to make him head coach immediately. And he found one and it worked out for them both. Uh, uh, Zidane? Zinedine Zidane? Is he just... Francis coach because I I for sure do not count that 
I think no. I'll he, say he, Ditka's he, interesting. He, he was oh. managing some uh, teams before that, I believe. Okay. So it wasn't Wayne Gretzky yeah. a terrible. I feel oh, like most of them, were, most of the greats were. Uh, Ditka's interesting because Ditka was like Hall of Fame tight end, and then later became Super Bowl champion coach. So he he's got to be up there. Um, Real Madrid. Gerard yeah. <laughs> got to exclude soccer because every manager is a former. But they weren't all great players. You know what I mean? I right. Yeah, I'm talking. What you're saying, Zidane like, for sure, was one right. of like the top players of his time. So I I definitely do think that counts um if he was just doing the club uh, the country i don't think i would count that but if he took real madrid to a three-peat i don't i'm not gonna knock that that's yeah. pretty fucking good um <laughs> cool he's trying to deny greatness today yeah three in a row fluke fluke and fluke uh, <laughs> okay they're saying he's not francis coach yet so yeah. is he is he in the pipeline to be the next guy i'm guessing one would assume. I, I always yeah. re- remember him because there's the video where he just like went up and headbutt the guy. That was my introduction to him. So that was my surprise. They were like, no, that guy's really, really, really good as a player. I was like, the headbutting guy? That's what wasn't he is to me. Last World Cup game? Like, wasn't that his last World Cup? It wasn't that his last. Like, wasn't that his the last. Finale? What, what was that? How many World Cups ago was that? It was a while. Three? Yeah. Like, what? Can we, what year was that, school? Can we see what year does the headbutt? Uh, oh, or was it? Oh, a, no, it was in the 2000s. 12? So. I, was a, I think it was before I, that 2006. Yeah, it was six. Six. Sheesh. No, I'm they were like, no, that guy headbutt him. I was like, what happens to him? They're like, we don't know. He's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is in Qatar. Wow. It never played again. That's <laughs> How could you after this? This is a, uh, this is a beautiful statue. It's a great way to walk off. Just uh, splitting a guy's chest in half. And they uh, uh, polish his ankles down there, man. Keep it clean. <laughs> That's a huge statue. Oh, Enormous. My... <laughs> Look, these are what I think to be regular-sized human beings. I didn't even realize those were the humans standing around it. Scoob, look how small the buildings are in the background. This statue is uh, hundreds of stories high. Um, <laughs> it's taller than the light awesome. post. Holy. This, <laughs> this is a pretty awesome statue. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Russell was literally playing. Like, I don't know if that's the same. I was going to say, yeah, if that's the... Uh, Amani says Joe Torre won an MVP as a player, nine-time All-Star. Yeah, it's totally then, in the conversation. No I was going to say, yeah, because I think you're talking, like, elite of elite players. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, when people talk about, like, best athletes of all time, and yes, I was very Americanized with my thinking. True. Um, like, Dion's name comes up pretty pretty quickly um right so, like if you, joe tory was a catcher right i believe so i think he so like he if you're talking great we don't even know uh <laughs> can you see what position joe tory plays good we want to make sure but if we're talking greatest catchers like you don't mention catcher tory catcher and third catcher. base okay yeah but if catcher you're talking like greatest cornerbacks you got to talk Dion. joe tory um, catcher first baseman and third baseman played it all utility uh Dusty, see, Dusty's a because Dusty was like good all star gold glove, but again, we're talking like pinnacle player. Like, if Kareem Abdul Jabbar 
was a coach. And I believe he tried. They Nobody would just give him the opportunity. So he tried to Craig, be that. Someone said Craig Council. Boo! Yes. Well, no, that... <laughs> Craig Council, six-time MVP, eight-time Silver Slugger. Um, Craig Council's a great manager if you want your team to never hit a baseball ever again. <laughs> it's called small ball, Scoob. It's called small ball. It's called small bat. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't have a transition, but something I want to talk about yesterday. Joey Chestnut is just crashing food. It, it, that shouldn't be allowed. Like Giannis crashing pickup games. This shouldn't be allowed. He, What's the story with this school? Uh, Joey Chestnut, he showed up to the Cavs game two days ago. Uh, they were doing a pierogi eating contest at halftime. And Joey Chestnut showed up and ate 47 of them in two minutes and smoked the competition. <laughs> Thinking you're gonna do it like, yeah, no, I'll go to the halftime show, get a couple pierogies, they give me a free calf shirt. And you look left, you see a woman in her 70s with a Donovan Mitchell jersey on, and you look to your right and you see chestnut rolling up his sleeves, putting the bib in, uh, yeah, tucking the bib in, unhinging his jaw like a snake. Um. This is kind of a cheat code as a professional eater. You could just show up and be like, "You guys doing an eating competition tonight? Can I get what? get involved here?" Who would turn down chestnut? It's how you get free free dinner everywhere. What do you say? Miles Sanders in chat said, "A pro eater? Where? Where?" <laughs> Joey, uh, meet me on the tarmac. <laughs> um, Joey said, "Yeah, yes, okay." Um, <laughs> Now, there has to be, if it's a contest, there has to be some kind of official. And if there's some kind of official, someone would have to say, sir, like, you, you're a professional here. These are amateurs. Uh, but no, I, I'm not going to be the one standing between chestnut and pierogies also. I was say, you sound like Devin Booker. No, no double teams. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, this is, listen. No real eaters. Uh, Other folks want to eat? Yeah, like, let's see. Let's see how much you want to eat. Have either of you ever won any sort of eating contest? No. I've never participated in an eating contest. I, I did. I did a pie eating contest one time. I but I just I casually ate it. Just couldn't. Uh... Yeah, Scoob just said free pie. This ain't a pie eating contest. This is free. Uh, Scoob, do you have apple? No, sweet potato. I'll take all you got. Uh, Coley, no. Me were you on the show for Shrek Fest when my friend went no. to sh my my friend's um my friend's sister went to something it was in Milwaukee called Shrek Fest and they had an onion eating contest and a guy just <laughs> ate an onion like an apple just just it was crazy the crowd was losing their shit they were like like they I saw, like they saw I would have fired a shot in the air man like this cannot be <laughs> this cannot be uh, also, jealous. Of course, jealous. Checks in. He said, "Please, no chestnut talk. I have to eat sixty-three hot dogs in a week as my fantasy punishment this year, and this is making me shudder in my boots right now." Nine Can we help days? jealous with some of this strategy? I'll just say you you have a week, like seven days, to do sixty-three glizzies. How does jealous? Is it? Yeah. Is it just you do nine a day? Yeah, I mean, do you, I do you have? I, I, I'm so sick by like 
36 though. I'm like, oh my God. Like I, I think I have to eat as many as I can day one. I have to I have to blow past nine. Do you have to eat them like as a hot dog in a bun or can you like put it in a mac and cheese or something? Or do you have to dip it in water like real real chestnut really? style? Um I, I think sixty three. Can you tell us that? It was the number Joey Chestnut ate at the contest this year. Oh man. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say like I the number I lost by that I missed the playoffs by sixty three points. Uh, I would never agree to anything Joey Chestnut agreed to. Jill says uh, that is three a meal every meal for a week. I think it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, I think if you do Tyler's way, I don't even know if you can finish because you're so sick day one from eating like twenty. Like, I, what's the most glizzy? Oh, I ain't saying like twenty. Can... I'm just like fifteen. Like, I just have to break it down to where it's less than nine a day going forward. Yeah, come on, not twenty, Mick man. Don't be. That's silly. not enough. I'm talking 16 double dogs, man. Now yeah. you're at eight a day. Like, that's not, that's not shaving enough off. <laughs> no, no, but the next day I eat like 14. So you see what I'm saying? The last day I'm trying to wake up and eat one last dog. So I need to do 62 in four days. I, I think uh, we can... Do you think we didn't talk about Xander? You think we went... It's a fucking thumbnail. You think we didn't talk about that? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Xander Bogart. <laughs> no way. Um, <laughs> we did not address it. <laughs> That's me. Oh. Refusing to address things, as always. Um, was, who, I can't remember who it was last week that uh, was caught fo- so far back in the show. Somebody this week jumped in immediately and said, <laughs> I haven't checked to see what you've talked about. Why haven't you talked about this? <laughs> nine, a, nine a day is seems daunting but i don't think it's as bad if you do them three at a time spread out every couple hours i don't know man i will say that they would have to be i need grilled dog i don't think i could eat 63 boiled dogs i need them grilled yeah you gotta have it need... different ways you gotta mix it up somehow yeah maybe that's the only way you wrap some in bacon you uh, you got to split them uh, on the grill flat side, but that 63 glizzies jealous. You should have tried winning the fantasy league more, man. Like, yeah, I would have not sucked. Uh, draft a better team. Oh, now jealous is I, trying to turn turn it around. Finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, jealous, jealous. No one, you offered this information up. We're trying to help. <laughs> I don't, hey, tell us, man. Tell us how many hot dogs you got to eat, man. I blow your brains out. Uh, <laughs> Nine a day is so many hot dogs. Wake up at 8 a.m. and take down three dogs that dare you. Like, I used to do that. There's been days where I've done that. There's a time in my life I would have had 63, no problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you put this issue to anybody Anybody in here in college is like, dude, I would do, I haven't eaten in four weeks. I'll do 63 hot dogs. 63 hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I need 63 today. Um, loading up a pistol. Like, where are these hot dogs? Yeah. You know, someone with 63 dogs? Somebody joining the fantasy league and losing on purpose. <laughs> it, it guarantees them 60, <laughs> guarantees a full dinner at the end of the season. I survived the winter. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you got the first pick, uh, John Elway. Uh, when, when do the hot dogs come? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Six a day. Six a day is do man. What kind of glizzy regimen is YC on, man? Yeah, you could do uh, two two a meal, two a days. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. You're not gonna hit the mark. You're not gonna. You're gonna be short. <laughs> well, okay, jealous. What happens if you don't? You already <laughs> lost. You already lost the league. No, you That's just, what, I'm, what, 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 what I'm gonna do if, y'all, if I don't? 
Yeah, it was part of your punishment crying about it in here? I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, <laughs> um, that's so many hot dogs, man. It's a lot of dogs. Three Six Nights says Big Cat lost 15 pounds eating a pack of dogs a day. All right. Let's uh let's see what his cholesterol say about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was his body nitrous. shutting down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I lost a foot. That was the fifteen pounds. <laughs> Be kicked yeah, out of the league. You've been in for all right. So you've been in it for eleven years. What other punishments have you had to do? Because mm. I have a feeling this wasn't your first time and last. Well, here's ten more. <laughs> I was like jealous. Suggested this. It's like okay, lose has to eat sixty three hot dogs, and everybody was like, oh. Okay, that's a specific one to have off the top of the head. Um, the, the popular fantasy punishment I see is like you have to go to a Waffle House for 24 hours, but every waffle you eat takes an hour off. Mm. Um, that one seems to be like the most popular one now because Waffle House doesn't close. Um, I've seen stand up. I know Charles McDonald has to, the or last place has to do a stand up set. I've seen one that was suggested for all. We ultimately decided on nothing. Um, you have to go with like the really big teddy bear and sit and eat dinner. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't like fantasy football enough to do any of this shit. If I lose, I just lose. You know what I mean? Um, Jealous said this by far the hardest. Give us one. What's another punishment, Jealous? I'm scared to ask, but give us one more. We'll take a break in a second. Uh, Two homicides over four states uh, in a six days. Say, you have to reenact uh, in real life dances with the devil by immortal technique. You have to live that out in the real world. That's the fantasy punishment. Now that was real hip hop, man. Um, <laughs> that was like, man, you know what? I think I want some fake hip hop, man. I think I want some. I want some of the fake stuff. Give me some boom, some of the boom boom bap. First time uh, I heard that. Only time I've heard that. I don't want to be first. confused. Yeah, I, I looked at the person who played for me. I was like, "What's wrong with you? What? Why'd you? What is wrong with you?" This should not exist. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, I'm a wise loser. Loses his entry fee. We got to hear the winner talk shit about what they spend our money on. But also eating waffles, man. Twenty four hours in a waffle house is dangerous behavior. Very dangerous. <laughs> You eat six waffles, cut six hours off the time, and uh, die in a completely unrelated, uh, non-waffle-related incident. But in that situation, how many waffles could you knock off to knock the hours? Like, how many how many hours are you trying to spend in the Waffle House is really what it comes down to. Twelve. Yeah, twelve at most. If I can get... do, uh, do a full shift. Uh, yeah. A little nine to nine action. Some, some noon to waffle midnight. an hour. And just get out of there at 12. I got to be there at least one shift. I got to get there an hour before shift chain. That'll buy me some time. They be like, who's this? I be like, hey, just letting y'all know I'm going to be here for the next nine hours. And they <laughs> they crack on you. They laugh at you and all that. But that gives you like, that buys an hour off your time. By then, your next waffle's ready. Uh, Jesus, jealous. Wow, jealous. <laughs> yeah, what the? I didn't see the jealous stuff. What? <laughs> Adam, uh, cosplay panhandling in the city for a night in the city. Awful. I don't think, I don't think y'all should play fantasy sports no more. No. He's like, I'm in a one team league. It's, uh, it's me and, and me. The loser, Sepepku. Um, I don't know why I played this game. That's, 
I can't believe y'all would agree to that. Um, no. That's yeah, they had jealous cause playing. I ain't asking no more questions. I could eat twelve waffles. I'm not signing up for those, but I could eat twelve waffles. I would say a decent oh, twelve bro, hours. Listen, I mean waffles. You can definitely stack. Like I, I could take down three stacked right there. That that's right. Take a little nap. Wake up when a fight ensues. That's four <laughs> hours right there. Um, you woken up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accidentally stabbed in the in the uh, Mister Sam said just shave your eyebrow. I'd rather have the waffles. Um, I I like the other way. It's gone where people do like combines for the first pick. Those videos I like mm. more than the punishment videos. That there's no like punishment there. Uh, the punishment is you're playing in an antiquated league where you're not drafting uh, <laughs> uh, with with money. Uh, you're you're doing picks. Like no, I like that old. Give me that snake action, baby. Um, snake. Give me the auction. I can't uh, auction. If if I auction, I would draft the worst team in the world. You guys see my drafts? I would just throw five hundred dollars. He's saving all his money. <laughs> five hundred dollars, Harrison Butker. Uh, so what? Uh, school has no more money left. Jeez, Louise. Corey said, what? first one I did was eat a pound of cheese and then drink a bottle of wine. That's Listen, that was a good night. Yeah, out in uh, Bordeaux, he did the, the Go Bear Challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, ate, <laughs> I ate an entire baguette of bread, an entire wheel of cheese, and drunk an entire tanker car full of Chardonnay. <laughs> That was that was my punishment. Yeah, <laughs> I wore a black and white horizontal striped shirt and a beret. Um, jealous? I hung with yeah, I hung with a skunk who was a little too aggressive. Um, <laughs> jealous is really trying to trick people into doing this with him. Anyone who says anything, he's like, "You do too, then. Why don't you do it too, then?" Yeah, you live in the streets. <laughs> yeah, you sell cans for coming in eleventh place. Wait, man, wait, oh man. And, nah, Corey said that way too casually, though. Andrew says they're making last place get a tattoo. A tattoo. This is depends if you're if you're friends. If say, all yeah. twelve people in the league like are already tattooed. People, I'll just say, I'll yeah, that depends on the yeah yeah. Um, had six Popeyes biscuits and a pint of eggnog. I'd rather get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to down. Ink me up, baby. Um, <laughs> y'all first. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I thought fantasy like it's, it's supposed to be fun. It's not because you're gonna lose, and then you got to do something terrible. I gotta, uh, I gotta eat a pound of crepes and <laughs> <laughs> step on grapes, make my own wine, and drink that. Um, I don't. First place chooses the tattoo for last place. Definitely, uh, definitely is a curveball. Nah, that's I, that's too risky business. I don't. For sure, you gotta have some loose guidelines at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about uh, if Kenneth Walker got 13 points that much, man. Just, <laughs> just put me out the lead, bro. I don't, because I'm not going to do that. Uh, of course, I had someone get a bad tattoo that wouldn't even last play. It was just a regular bet. So, y'all just wild boys. Um, it's just white people activities. Last place gets out on a billboard. What? Um, <laughs> buying a billboard for like last walk no, i think it sounds like they go up there i was gonna say like, yeah, like sleep that's, that's how i took it like sleep up uh laramie um, no thank you i said man because geno smith got hurt i gotta like, <laughs> we're 
Rashad Penny turned the ankle, and now I have to uh, shoot a bullet off second last place's head like William <laughs> Tell. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, hold still, McMahon. You came in last place. <laughs> Um, you got to get the John Haven. To, yeah, you got to get Nelson Cruz smiling. Um, <laughs> that's there. Is that, a, is that your abuelo or something? No, no. Long story. <laughs> John Haven standing perfectly still. Um, so we have a, a real estate friend that has a billboard already, so they take his ad space. That <laughs> makes more sense, but I don't know if it helps. Um, <laughs> okay. Let us take five. Let's take five. I want to come back and talk some round ball. We had a full slate of some round ball last night. Also had some new trophies in the NBA we, we haven't uh, quite gotten to. But let's take five. Thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe, please, and thank you. We'll come back and talk, uh, talk a little round ball. Welcome back. Hour three. I'm ready to talk some round ball, man. I'm ready to talk some round ball. Y'all ready to talk some round ball? Uh, but first, they had some trophies, some new trophies. Are, are they for me hitting all my slips recently? Oh, well, I mean, did that happen? It, it would have to happen for you to get the trophy, Scoob. I don't I know. They don't just give these things away. I, it did. Uh, two nights ago, Scooby two slips. I hit two slips for, what was it, 200? And then last night, I hit a 50 for 150. So Oh, oh Scooby uh, money bags. Yeah, well, Scooby Warbucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, still I'm breaking even because I had a lot of losses last <laughs> night as well. So but it was a great yeah. electric <laughs> night. I got four four third period shots from Mika Zibanejad. I needed four shots. He had zero going into the last period. So that was you know he looked right at the camera for the fourth one. And said this one's for you, Scoob. That's and right. Went up top. Uh, NBA unveils redesigned trophies for end-of-season awards, and there are a few of them. We have the Joe Dumars trophy. This is for yeah, sportsmanship. It's it was too good. Just shaking a nice hand. It's the I want to shake your hand trophy. Yeah, I, I want to shake your I just want to shake his hand. Uh, what do we think of the trophy? Um, It's kind of like... Uh... The Jurassic Park Mosquito in the Amber Trophy. Like, it's kind of weird to me. <laughs> yeah, these two men were shaking hands, and now they're frozen in ice forever. Uh, okay. What are the other trophies? Oh. Got the Twyman Stokes. So this is for best... So first was best sportsmanship. This is best teammate. Mm-hmm. So... Also two men trapped in... <laughs> Ice forever, uh, but this time they're they're hugging instead of handshaking. No, nah, they're bros. Um, the hey, that's nasty, Chris. Come on, Joe Dumars had some hits. Uh, we got the the, the red hour back trophy, McMahon. Your it thoughts should have just should just be a cigar and ice trophies. Yeah, I don't know why this is the the motif uh, for all of them, but. Yeah, the trophy should just be like the big screw, just a big stove. Yeah. Yeah, Spolstra or uh, Missoula holding the big the big stove. <laughs> uh, like he's uh, saying, 
pledging allegiance or something right now. I got his hand over his heart in the ice. I think that is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Pledging his allegiance to the shield. Uh, oh, wait. And who, I think it was four. Oh, oh, wait. It says the trophy features, um, he's on the bench with game plan in one hand and cigar in the other. So he does have a cigar. Yeah, that, mm. yeah, yeah I definitely. The trophy should just be a cigar for me. But Also, I'd like to see the game plan. Pass to Bill Russell. <laughs> have Bill Russell get 26 rebounds and 13 uncredited blocks. Uh, and we're hole and floor near uh, three point line. With <laughs> uh, the Maurice Potaloff Trophy, named after the first commissioner of the NBA, awarded to the team with the best record in the league after 82 games. A crystal ball cut into 82 panels, sitting on a pedestal that combines the structures of the Eastern Conference Post and Western Conference Rings. Make your Celtics look. Uh, on track to be hoisting one of these? Yeah, it would Thoughts? certainly seem that way. Uh, trophy kind of stinks. Uh, mm -hmm. Looks like the chair, Will Smith, had to take that test in in Men in Black. Um, <laughs> oh, it does, does the ball come up like a crystal ball? Because if so, I'm listening. But if not, then it stinks. Don't think so. I don't so. think, I don't think it does. Way too many people. Too many pump. Come on, man. That thing wouldn't last the day. Uh, I I've never been much well, a participation trophy guy, but if we're giving literal uh, participating in the most regular season wins, did the, did they want a trophy for that? Did people want a trophy for that? Hockey would never do something like this. Can't imagine they would. Yeah, why reward? It's, it's a great thing. It's a thing you like acknowledge, but like are the who would have the most of these and like just no rings. Like the Jazz or something? Like the Jazz had the number one seed but two years ago. Yeah, but like the Jazz. So, I don't know. I guess. I guess, Adam. Uh, and was it one more? Every executive of the year. This is, is that just the pyramid? <laughs> Why is there a pyramid? Wait, <clears throat> the iconic. All seeing eye. <laughs> Five-sided pyramid symbolizes five players on the floor united and points towards the apex under the direction of the executive. This is definitely not any Illuminati business. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, it's the best of the trophies I've seen. Definitely. Not saying a whole lot, but I would, I, I do think this is the best we've seen. Uh, what? How many? I thought that was it. Are there more? Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, that's what the NBA needed. Um, had it some games. Like they, they talked to like the Indianapolis Colts first before doing all these. <laughs> like you guys love giving away trophies for nothing. What should we do? This is what the fans want, and Ursay was saying yeah. for sure, definitely. <laughs> um, I get yeah, your boys play your boys got some scrimmaging in last night. Mick, what'd you see before the <laughs> what'd you see before the Suns pulled the crew at halftime? Uh it was 94-49 the last I saw. I said, man, I, why is this still on? I can't remember a Celtics team in my life that put up a hundred through three quarters as often as this team does. It's it's like a nightly occurrence. It's enjoyable. Uh I'm ready to give Blake a like a five year deal. Um, that's giving that Xander money. Yeah, um, it's it's great. I love every second of it. Like we're so much. This is this was 
what I've been pining for going back to 18 playing against the Cavs. We've always been more athletic than most teams in the league, if not all of them, just by the function of how we've built the team. I would say at the important positions, at least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now we're using it to our advantage. And the only thing that worries me, can we do it all year? Our offense has come back to earth a little bit, but our defense has ramped up tremendously. Um, so it does seem like kind of month to month we're trying different things. We'll try to keep some core tenants. Like we do really put pressure on teams fast breaking and other teams, mm. especially in the regular season, just do not care for it. Um, I, I think I'm ready to make the case. Jalen's the most athletic player in the league right now, right? this oh, second, boy. He's the most athletic player in the league in terms of baseline to baseline speed. I don't know who's beating him, especially with the ball in his hands. Like he, is he on his own team? Is he the best on his own team at that? Who's better? Hauser. Yeah, true. Probably no, I know. Hauser. Tatum, Morant. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of like how Giannis only needs two steps to get from one side of the court to the other. Mm. Morant's got those itty-bitty strides. Uh, Jalen... There's just like he's always been one of the more athletic players in the league for sure. To leaping ability, speed, all that. And the way he trained this offseason, which I was watching all offseason, being like, this seems insane. He like only trained like deep underwater, uh, like very deep underwater with weights and doing all sorts of shit. It was with a fisher like, blind. Like that's how far like underwater he yeah, was training. Yeah, him, he gets like. He just takes off now. He's finishing through contact better this year. He's taking jump shots and getting fouled every night now and finishing on these jump shots. He he gave, he gave Devin Booker a smooth power right to the kisser last night. Chris Paul immediately complained. Uh, they did not get the call. Yeah, I'll get reviewed. to that. Chris, Chris Paul came back and ruined this team's chemistry, man. They was not losing by 50 before Chris Paul ass came back. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean the the Suns look like absolute food last night. Listen, we're trying oh. to call me Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons thinks Jalen Brown stinks, so I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> what that comparison is. Uh, yeah, people, Zion, Zion in here. The chat's I don't, been saying. I don't know it. how you could say Zion. Zion most athletic because he's not a person. He's a uh, creation. <laughs> um, I was thinking Shea. Shay. Well, I mean, if you're talking like only athleticism, uh, Fox is interesting. If we're again only athleticism, yeah, Fox is interesting. Um, Jaw's interesting. Jaw was the one I I thought of. Let, Russell Westbrook right now, LeBron year twenty six right now. Like Blake Griffin sitting mm -hmm. right there. What are we talking about? Right, yeah. Again, I threw Hauser out and was laughed off the stage. <laughs> um, He's in the conversation for sure. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's just get me to the playoffs healthy. It's like we've beaten the top seven teams in the Western Conference. I think we're undefeated against the top seven teams in the Western like Conference. Like you're beating a lot of teams in any conference. Uh, yeah, no, we don't lose often. Um, 21 and five. And it's just like, even after the game last night, they're like, can you get us to the fucking playoffs, man? Like, it, it's. <laughs> yeah. What? And I say, like, this is the boring... Trey Young said it out loud last year. I was like, yeah, no, the regular season's really boring. 
compared to the playoffs. But it's like that's why there's something to the coaches, players, the teams that can still be like, okay, we know May is a long way away, but we still have to handle our business right now against the Phoenix Suns, right, like right now, um, and are still able to do that. And they lost the game. Chris Paul got hurt in. They lost the game. Chris Paul came back in. And then the men, I think they were nine and four, ten and four, playing some great ball. And uh, Tender Dick comes back, and they just get their doors blown off. <laughs> what did you call him? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what did you just call him? Like Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah, CP three. Yeah, Carolina's fine. What you mean? Uh, Chris Kardashian came back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When Chris Jenner with a C came back, uh, <laughs> and they got their doors I, blown off. I don't I think do that's. Think... Uh, Coinky before the thing. game, before the game, one of the Celtics beat reporters said there were multiple sons gathered by the bench talking about the time Marcus Smart hit 11 threes against them. We have a, <laughs> a mansion built in the Phoenix Suns' head. Like, you can't be thinking about that. I don't think about that game that often. The fact that the Phoenix that? Suns yeah. are thinking- <laughs> They showed up on the uh, jump. Look, look, he dotted my eye. Um Joshua Koki, the most random twenty-eight points ever. <laughs> and yeah, I had no in answer for him. Fourth quarter, yeah. like, I don't, I don't remember any of those points. They didn't matter. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and I also forgot because Sean Grandy does such a good job uh, with stats. He was pointing out like the Celtics' largest leads, I think, ever. Um, I forgot we were up fifty-one on the. The 76ers last February. I forgot all about that game. They haven't been the same since. They really haven't recovered from that. They have not recovered from that. Um, I will say that Blake Paul is on the losing end of like a 50-pointer. A lot more than someone of his caliber would seem to indicate. Uh, Listen, I see the minus 40 for Booker. I just know it wasn't happening before that old man came back. It was a bad game. There's no way around it. They, They got smoked last night. I'm, y'all ain't looking at them four points on six shots, four turnovers, and four assists for the. Uh, it, it's, it's giving selective. Um, we also like we could have scored so many more points. We Jalen just started cheering from like half court at one point. Like it's just like like the Celtics the whole third quarter were just every possession laughing at the Suns the whole second half laughing at them. Yeah, this is again a game this badly. Y'all don't say shit about when Mikael Bridges go two for twelve. Mm-hmm. 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 The, um, the, the shittiest thing about this game is I had a I had a little slip in here. I had Aiton points rebounds higher with uh, Tatum points higher, and both of those were coasting. And then I looked up, and it's a forty point game, and Aiton's out of the game. What happened? It happened quick, dude. It happened. Quick. Sunglass. He's eating his dinner on the sideline. My and. Like, just as someone who watches basketball, like, the Suns hit a three, and just that natural nervousness is like, I don't let them back in the game. But then you actually check the score, and it's like, they just cut it to 37. Then we're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, this was, uh, like, I was like, I'm not going to look to see what the final score was till the morning. I was like, oh, a manageable 27. Okay, Suns. I saw you, saw you boys getting hot at the right time. Um, I was watching the score get closer and closer, and I was like, hmm, maybe they put Aiton back in. Maybe it's close enough. No, no, no. <laughs> Some garbage boards uh, for the school. Uh, Look, I only need him to double double what he got. It's not a tough ask. Listen, it was another Warriors. whooping last night. 
Well, I was going to say, we play the Warriors next, and I do wonder mentally how the, like, talent-wise, we're way better than the Warriors. So let's see mentally how they prepare for that game, show up for that game, because it Where's should it be a bloodbath. It's Golden State. Oh, nah. Y'all should, yeah, y'all should win that by 20, because Golden State, mm-hmm. they lost in comical fashion uh, <laughs> themselves last night. Uh yeah, who are the boy the Hawks? Boy, oh boy. Mm-mm. Uh oh, Scoop just had it pulled up automatically. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? You 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 mentioned a big loss. I went and looked, and this was the only one that really fit that. So yeah, you I mentioned an ass kicking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trey ain't doing me no. He came out last night with the Broadway shoes after I argued for him yesterday over every young guard, but uh, Jordan and Magic. Uh, and this is how he does me. I, I was like, he got to change some shoes like PJ Tucker. I think it might have been my fault because I did draft him. I did a draft off stream. I drafted. Damn him. it, Scoob! But I had Julius Randle, and he went crazy. So it's not really okay, my no, fault, you know. I'm fine with this. I'll allow this for some reason. Um, no, Dejounte did get hurt, or I think they said it wasn't this bad. I think it was ankle, something lower body, but he went out in that. Kind of that. I mean, they're already down Collins and Hunter. So once Murray went, it was like it, not much of a chance. And boy, did they not have a chance. Uh, King of Broadway. Rent free. Rent free. Watsy <laughs> comes on this show and it's like, man, we suck against the Hawks. And then they put Nick steamroll the Hawks every time they play in the regular season. Yeah. So it was great. It was great. On like the leading score thing, it was like Randall. 30, whatever he finished with. And on the other side, Clint Capella had 13. I said, that's always the sign of a good game. Always, right? Yeah, 34, 17, and 5. No, the boy was getting busy. Is there <laughs> some kind of beef with Randall? Because I've looked at the box score, like uh, Randall's box scores against the Hawks. He's got like f- five straight 30-point games, I think, against them. Regular season. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm t- like I'm t- he eats them a lot, and also DeAndre Hunter, who defended him so well in the playoffs, wasn't there. So it's like there, him and No Collins. There's nobody like physically suited to guard him, and it showed. Frank Kaminsky. It showed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds like you need to get Okongu out of there. Yeah, out of the bench and into the starting lineup. <laughs> I agree. Um, I did see Opie Top and got hurt as well. I don't know what the prognosis was for that quentin grimes game um but he if he never played they still would have won it was an ass kicking you know what i mean uh, rick son two for 14 that's no good yeah 100 million dollars well spent uh mine says maybe collins just think all right he'll be trade listen he's gonna be a nick soon so y'all gonna find out uh who else played last night um, I would jazz jazz warriors. Uh, Jordan Clarkson squared up, tried to fight the whole team. He <laughs> he was ready to fight, and the Warriors just definitely blew it on the last two plays. Uh, <laughs> big fighter stance. So Tyson stood, Sugar Ray, all of them. It's it's even funnier in the video, like the way he stands up. Like he, he's not punching anyone like that. Everyone else looks real. He looks like the 2K version of himself. Here. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, somebody was like, "Man, y'all got to show the before and like 
he definitely got the college and got the tattoo package like a uh, Brandon Ingram. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. And he ready for it. even the ref. Like when the ref really scared, they put like their whole body in front of you. They hug you. He said, "Hey, hey, hey come on with that. We're not doing that, man. Come on, <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill out with that, dude." Uh, and they lost last defensively. Clay Thompson. I don't know what he, he was just uh, looking at. Look at the ceiling. Scaffolding, scaffolding. yeah. Mm. And I don't know who got loose for that three. And then <laughs> at the end, the Warriors lost the ball. Just lost the ball in the inbound. Utah comes down, lays it up to win. So things are going well out there. This didn't even feel like the, I was like, who went off for Utah? Clarkson had twenty two, but nine for twenty points. They just the Warriors are just not very good right now. And it's looked better. I think like it's Clay's looked better some. I don't know what he finished with, but that ending sequence wasn't. Mm, what was was not good. What was Utah's over under? It was like twenty three. Yeah. 23 24. So it was not very high. They're close. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> they might have it by Christmas. Um, and the Warriors, yeah. I think uh, Jordan Clarkson just lost a lot of fantasy leagues. He's had to get a lot of tattoos. <laughs> mm, that, he's terrible at fantasy football. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now, Warriors lost. Who else? Uh, my bucks, the 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 lamp was not lit or whatever that is. The beam. Oh, hey, hey, Jay's in here, man. Come on, well, I saw, he's a good guy. You don't have to talk to him like that. I think the bucks lit their own beam last night. I saw a green beam from the the bucks account they tweeted. So I think we have our own uh, beam going on now. We'll say as sick as the beam is. Yeah, when somebody beats you and they just get to do that on you, it's a tough scene. Yeah, it's a tough scene. I think I'll, it's either eight or nine games straight. Giannis has more points than minutes played. So pretty good player. He's all right. Maybe the Hawks uh, shook him straight. Uh, Scoop, you got a Coke and a Pepsi? Are you double? Are you going back and forth same time now? No, I only got Coke today. Only got Coke today. Oh, yeah, only I'm Coke. Good. But yesterday, yesterday I did have a twelve pack of each. I did. I did. I was going back and forth. Yes. You had a twelve pack of each. Yeah, yeah. You drink twenty four sodas. I'm going through a lot right now, boys. I'm going through a lot right now. This isn't judging. I just wanted. To, I just wanted to be clear for uh, uh, uh quantitative. Posterity? Yeah, for, uh, going through a lot right now. Going through a lot right now. I know that's right. Um, the Bucks win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Middleton getting back to it though. I hate it too, man. Giannis clicking, Middleton getting back to it. Once Drew Holiday start going twelve for twenty three, good luck, man. Your only hope is when Drew Holiday has the seven for twenty three game. Yeah, if he's going twelve for no beam lit. Jay said, "Hey, Jay said it's all good, man." I saw, I saw someone who's currently a scout say. There's only two teams in the league right now currently constructed that can win the title. Do you think that's accurate? Do you think that's like, is it four teams? I think it's more than two, but it's not a lot. Yeah, two feels. Bucks and Celtics, are those the two? 
I, he didn't say. He just said two. Oh. I assume those are the two, though. That's why. Like, I was, I was like, I feel out. like those are the two best, but I, I feel like we've seen way too much. I would say at least not four. I'm ready to double the field. Um, <laughs> Chad judging me. Chad, I drink. You see the blue cup full of water. You see the blue cup. The blue cup. We see the blue see cup. The blue cup. Yeah. yeah. It has. <laughs> you know what I mean. It has water. It's water. Look. It has milk. It's, yeah, it's, come on, man. It's painted up on the top of the sides, Daddy. You can uh, look. I will. I'm oh, enhancing. Look at this. That's water in there. That's water. Okay. Okay. Little Sierra Mist. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> uh, yeah. Coke water version. Um, I'm allowed to drink as much soda as I want. That, tell them, school. You, you have to show us your cup. Uh, life, you see the standings. Life is short. Life is short. Listen, it's shorter when you're drinking 24 sodas. But, Lesser, I might need to get on that plane. <laughs> Let me drink. I'll drink 48. Uh, some Zion. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk some Pelicans. <laughs> what yeah, you say, Coach? Pans win the title. Listen, that's why it's one of those. I saw their top. Pelicans are top six in offensive rating, defensive rating, and net rating. Like, very early, of course. But if you're doing those type of numbers, I think you have to be considered. Someone has to win the West. Like that's it's just how it works. That's why I asked if it was Bucks Celtics, then it's like they play best of fifteen, and nobody from fuck the West. Um, I don't hate it. Mem like Memphis has had guys in and out. They're playing great ball. Phoenix. Uh, if if you tell me Chris Paul get hurt again, I think they're serious. But until then, Denver's kind of interesting. Kings. Them Kings still fifth. Utah in terms of championship. Utah can't see it. Dallas, Portland, no Clippers. I don't know. I think Kawhi and PG played again last night, so they played the lottery tonight. Winner. Yeah, as huh. I came, I saw, I saw, I hit that game one or the other day, and I, I legitimately thought it was like one of those NBA retro pages, like from a few years. Remember ago. when? Was, oh, this yeah. is today's footage. That where did this come from? <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, Robert House told the West was mid 12 teams locked up around 500. I was going to say, is it a murderer's row or is it a mitterer's row? Look like some Middington around here. Yeah, I mean, all these teams are locked up around 100 because they've lost to the Celtics. That's why. All right. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like chat. I don't like this. This turned very nasty on the school. Yeah. Very nasty. I uh, I genuinely like I have a problem like if I if I don't drink soda like I literally sit here and I'm like I gotta walk and get some like I gotta go like I gotta get it. I gotta get it like yes. no we we all understand how addiction works it's yeah. really it's uh, it's a pro okay the twelve pack of guys the last one I'm, you guys aren't gonna see any more soda in this box oh. Water only. If I know anything about addiction, these, these these early promises to no one are not the way there, my friend. But I believe you. Oh, I got I a believe cold. You. <laughs> Dude, I was supposed to quit Monday, and all I've had is like a 12-pack. I had two 12-packs. Scoob just eats the can after. It's like, man, I just I got, 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 got. Um, <sighs> consumes like Bender. Like Bender Rodriguez. It's uh, tough to kick. I've, I've 
kicked it several times in my life and then i'll it's a slippery slope you're oh, like i'll have one at dinner one with this meal yeah and that that just it ends that's it what ends. happened to me dude i kicked it so good and it's it's i always kick it over the summer because i can work out i can go outside i can drink a lot of water but once it yep. gets cold and i can't walk around i'm like i'll get a soda to pass the time a little bit it's over for me it was it hits every time too that's what I was like uh, man yeah it's delightful it really is delightful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. have that good old diabetes real soon. I can feel it. It's working its way <laughs> into me. I can feel it. Oh, the the sparkling water uh, is such it, a. It's bad for you. Like it's bad to me. My yeah. my dentist told me sparkling water is worse for your teeth than like actual soda or juice. They might have been lying to me. I would say I don't know about that one. Say, yeah. They said it. They said it was if it wasn't worse, it was like an equivalent. Like it's you might as well just. Who was his the dentist? Same. Man, my dentist told me that a uh, <laughs> handful of sugar before bed every night really help your teeth be strong. That just seems horse. Yeah. My, my dentist. Couple cubes, my brother. Uh... Yeah, I sucked them out of your hands. Um... My dentist tries to perform life-saving measures every time I go in. So. I mean, do you think they has to? Get go along with the 24 cans and it, like you got to understand like from the dentist side what they're working with you know oh i did i last time i did pretty good they were like there's a lot of improvement here you've done pretty well the next time yeah the next time i go they're gonna be like you fucked everything up again dude <laughs> hearing progress then you start telling yourself like ah, i've earned a little treat and that's how it happens <laughs> you just I'm go right back listen, down the path yeah you need a dentist to be hard on you you need a dentist like no if you you knew you've been brushing and flossing they be like, yeah. Then you'd work even harder. Once they give you a little treat, you say, "I've earned, I've earned forty-eight to ninety-six sodas. I've earned a little treat." I, I uh, thought I would counter it by like, if I drink soda again, I'll just brush my teeth even more. And then they were like, "Well, now you never can, holds, you man. you yeah. overbrush your teeth." And I was like, "What do you mean you can overbrush your teeth? Like I should be able to have a can of soda, brush my teeth, be fine." Now, that shouldn't cause a problem. We got to figure out a way to just get it. Uh, I think you have to IV. Just just bypass the teeth. That would be fine. That would be good. Nothing your your veins like more than bubbles. Uh. Yeah. Pilk. <laughs> nice little pilk uh, <laughs> topper. Yeah, I need to, I need to uh, replace the caffeine addiction. Maybe math speed. I was drinking for a while. The LaCroix for a while and then someone no. tweeted that it sounds like uh it tastes like someone whispered the flavor as you're sipping it i haven't been able to get that out of my La head since it just LaCroix doesn't taste terrible the same. man terrible i like the idea i think their head was in the right place but yeah it just doesn't work uh, uh sparkling water any flavor if the flavor of water ain't lemon uh or ice i think i'm all set on it um, the fruit 2-0 for withers no afraid not um <laughs> yes get the dr pepper animal yeah we went round but we didn't finish the round ball talk and got into uh i just had to check on school man i thought he was going blue and red i thought i seen him double fisting man um that was yesterday it is, yeah no that was it is hand up. it is good though because maybe i realized I, I let the problem go on a little too far there maybe i really did tomorrow school just I mean, I I knew it was a problem when I was I was finishing up one twelve pack and loading in a new twelve pack to the fridge. Like that's when I knew I, I, I had that realization yesterday. I was like, okay, this is probably a little too much. 
Now, that's definitely when I had the realization. I said, man, why am I walking back with two beers? As I'm walking back, I don't put the beers down. You know what I mean? I don't. Uh, that's crazy. Um, uh, mm. If I'm if I'm having a soda tomorrow, I need to be shamed. I need to be. When, when I'm locked in, I have to which happens every like five years. It's It really does like make you think like, man, I'm just drinking calories. Like this. Drinking this sugar. Yeah. A, we have sugar and calories like this is such a waste i could actually eat like something delightful for less calories and it's more filling but when you're in it you don't think that way you're just like mm, this delicious toxin i'll pour more down my gullet it's they do need to make it less delicious that would help me personally a lot more and h moreno said it too yeah i was i was trying to be good and then that sprite they dropped the cranberry sprite there's nothing i could do i bought three three two liters Today? No, no. I'm on my, <laughs> my last ones in the fridge. I've I've gone nice and slow with those. I've had them since early November. Does it make it to tomorrow school? Uh over or under on the, the last two liter in McMahon's fridge making it to tomorrow's show school. I'm taking the lower. No disrespect. Don't get me started on the two liter. That'll be polished off in a couple hours. So yeah. Well, are there two liters in addition to the twelve packs? No, I just have a I just have like a couple cans of coke left i don't think i can even stomach them anymore i feel like i just i feel like i went to high school i've heard these lies because i've told these lies i feel like i went to one of those like shamans and they're like you will not you will not smoke you will never smoke again if you smoke you will die blah 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 they speak in tongues a little bit kenneth copeland style and i feel like they did that for soda now and i'm like disgusted by it baby cans that is fine. Uh, that uh, is fine. Yeah, nah, listen. It's like, uh, people, I, I just go diet. Like, man, that shit worse for you than the regular. If you Go all in if you're going all in. Um, dude, the baby cans is what got me on the slope, dude. My dad started buying the baby cans again, and then I was like, hey, just get the real cans, man. Why not? If you're just going to get the baby, get the big ones. Like, That's what you Oh, man, just a little a bite-sized candy bar. And then you go, and it's like, man, I could just have the... The giant screw of stickers, you know what I mean? Like I could just walk with like a prize uh, trout. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's the Mars Corporation, the Hershey Corporation. I don't know whose idea it was to be like, hey, you know how people fucking love candy for Christmas? What if we sold them a ten pound chocolate bar? We just made these in mass for <laughs> for consumption. They're in every store. They're in gas stations. They're at Target. They're at the grocery store. They get the the Snickers that you literally need like a saw, like a scoop. Yeah, he just said it makes him sick. And here he is look, taking a sip. He tried to do it up low, too, man. He said, <laughs> need, a, need a towel. I said, man, you're sick. You are sick. Uh, yes. <laughs> I got a napkin over here somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Sneak a sip real quick. They're not looking. Yes. No one's looking. Hold <laughs> on, real quick. Scoop said, only my camera went down. Uh, man. <laughs> the can's oh, almost man. empty. It's almost empty. I gotta polish well, you, it. Uh, you, you might as well finish it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's empty. That's the last one. No more. <laughs> no, oh, no more. Okay. <laughs> I'm but, it off. Seven minutes late. I'm like, yeah, Pistons were playing some good. <laughs> I said, man, what was that noise? That was an unmistakable noise. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, he yeah, like just, he didn't even know, was, he didn't know yeah. he was doing it. <laughs> I had no idea. Dude, it is just a reflex for me. Like I'm like I'm I'll be like, oh man, it's been like an hour. I better go crack another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, uh, I'm about to watch that Bob Williams crack video as soon as uh as soon as we get off here. He said, Have you had any Pepsi today? No. But you, you bet your bottom dollar as soon as we leave. Uh hook it to my gullet. <laughs> um yeah, we're gonna be wrapped. Yeah, we'll catch y'all tomorrow. Thumbs up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, can we see who's on top of the Eastern Conference? <laughs> yes. We know. We fucking know. Uh, the Hawks. No. Yeah, looking oh. like the it, it's a mid in the East. That's why it's the East hasn't been as good either. So I'm not I'm not too too worried about the Hawks. Like they right there with the Nets, who I, st- I picked the higher on, and I still don't believe in. Um, so I'm not panicking too too much. But Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland's up. There. I think Cleveland was like top five net rating, defensive rating, offensive rating for a while. I don't know if that's still true. Um, but Brooklyn's not winning a championship. Atlanta, Indianapolis, Toronto, Philly, Philly, Philly. Um, I'm still confident they'll like. Put in a stretch of good games and end up being a higher seed, but I'm losing that confidence quickly. Yeah, I feel that way. And then they lose three in a row and then lose to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. They stink. Like, it's not even fun to talk about them. That's been the most disappointing part of the Celtics season. Like, the, the, like the, the team that we usually trade the most barbs with throughout the season just quit. Like, I. I saw the the Philadelphia was it the Philly Inquirer. Is that the newspaper yep. in Philly? They were like, and Bede has to raise his game, and it's like, I can't. That story can't still be being written in twenty twenty two, nearly twenty twenty three. Like what? I feel like we know how raised his game can be. He's there. I don't know that it can get any higher. Like it. I don't think it's a him thing anymore. Like they. They built the. They made the sandwich. This is the sandwich around him, <laughs> and it's a bad sandwich. They ain't had no condiments, man. Harden just got back, which I don't care about. Maxi is, I think. Uh, do we we got a date yet, Alex? Last I saw was a couple weeks. So, yeah, two in a row. Then a loss to the Rockets. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Roland wants it on the record. But Philly, even then, I don't know. New York, Miami's the one where it's like they are just not. Gonna get better, huh? No, no, they're just not gonna. They're the ones like, yeah, now you don't count out Miami, they'll make a move. And again, maybe they still will, but right now they're the 10 seed and tied for it with a negative two point differential. Which this far through the season, point differential might actually tell you more than like wins and losses when we're like a quarter through the season. So, Hawks negative, not great. Miami almost feels like a, a selling team this year. Rather than a buying team, like they didn't sign any. What are they selling? Mm, I don't know. Like Harrow, Duncan Robinson. Do they try to? They can't trade Jimmy Butler, can they? Well, if you trade Jimmy, I it would be the like we're blowing it up move, which might not be wrong, but I don't think they're trading. I don't think they're trading Jimmy or Bam. I think whatever they're doing is in the constructs of we will trade whatever, but those two. The thing I'm Kyle Lowry right now is playing 37 minutes a game. 
playing and they're not winning good 37 minutes yeah that's what i'm saying like it's going harrow's playing well he's just they don't have the bench scoring anymore they don't have the you elevate harrow and martin like we said you don't have the backup guys so it's like you can trade harrow you'd get something but he he's a flawed player too what are you getting back for harrow robinson is sunk cost that's just awful contract was it five? It was probably what this year and three more, maybe after this, or maybe two more. I don't know. Yeah, it might um, be three, including this year. No, because cool. last year was the first year of that deal, so three more after this. Yeah, that it might be a player option on the end, which I, maybe he picks up. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Brooklyn's <laughs> sneaky fourth seed now. I just saw that. Yeah, no, they're playing like since Kyrie back uh, got back. Jock Vaughn stepped in. They've been on the level, and we look at a bunch of teams that are, what, one game or one b- game below 500, five teams that are one game or w- above or below 500. Then you have, like, Washington and Chicago, who it's like they still can't break in. There's a lot of mid at the bottom, and they still can't quite. Chicago has to really look in the mirror. If they can't be above some of these other teams right now. I don't think Lonzo's coming back. No, it doesn't sound. Not this year. I just I don't know how you for a guy who the last we heard he has trouble going upstairs. I don't know how you could realistically expect him to play to contribute this year. Mm -hmm. So they're at again they owe a top four protected pick to Orlando, and we're getting at a point where it's like okay, if y'all gonna sell off and try to be in that bottom four, this is the time. I just don't know if they will. Because they, DeRozan, Vucevic, they could get something. Levine, if they wanted to go all the way, but I don't know if they will. I think they should. That's where I don't Miami think they will. has to look. Because even as bad as Duncan Robinson is, with that big of a contract, if the team's trying to tank, a shitty player with just money is a pretty good way to tank. Well, he's not a shitty player. He's just not an eight. Was an eighteen, nineteen million dollar a year player. If he's not playing in the play, if he's unplayable in the playoffs, that's. I don't know how much they play him in the regular season. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he's unplayable at this point in his career. What changed between him getting them? That's why I was like, he's been who he was. Right. He just was never a $90 million. Now, again, salute to him for getting his money. Oh, not me hating on that. But uh, I think they signed that thinking they would just be able to trade it immediately. Like that would be the big salary you need. Hmm. And people were like, no, not for five years. Hell no. Uh, right, when he did it with Olenek, it was, I think, a three-year deal. Because he tried, he's done this before, mm. but not to this level. Like, it was very Yeah, wild. so Daniel says, Shay, you are a hero again for, because I don't know how many picks they have to trade. I don't know what the, Harrow, Robinson, and... Two terrible picks because all your other picks went to build the team currently. I, like, I, I don't know. Washington's right there. Again, I I get Porzingis out of there while he's still playing well. And everybody, Detroit, it's uh, Cage just might be gone for the year, which stinks. LaMelo, has LaMelo played since he stepped on the fan's ankle? I'm not going to pretend like I've watched the Hornets. Yeah, no. uh, yeah I was uh, Somebody got to know. Chorus is Bam. You are a Pelican. I'm. What you trading, Corey? Like I'm. Because li- if there's a team to make any move they want, it's the Pelicans. But as they are right now, why make any move? 
Would you trade that Lakers pick right now, not knowing what it's going to end up as for Bam? Where the Lakers at in the standing school? Mm -hmm. uh, down in the basement almost. I didn't 14. Like only, I mean, you'd have to get some salary or whatever, but... Sure. Yeah, I'd have to consider it, man, because, yeah, there's no... Even if you get in the bottom three, it's a 14% chance. So do you want to take a 14% chance of Victor or a 100% chance of... Bam. Bam. Um... It's interesting. Bam Zion would be horrifying. Of course, yeah, JV, Graham, two firsts for Bam. I don't know what the contract... Well, but yeah, Bam, if he's got longer years, I think he might have to come off more first, but I'm sure that money well, works. One of the yet... first is the Lakers one. You might not have to. Oh, true. True, 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 true. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. I'm sure they have some of the Heat's own picks somehow through a trade. So they one <laughs> one Lakers pick and one of your own picks back. If you're Miami, why do you do that though? Victor or Scoot, either of those guys, that's where you start your rebuild. You trade Butler for other parts. Pat Riley ain't going all in for nobody that's 19. I get that. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm just Pat Riley is not going all in for nobody this 19. I understand. It's just like this team stinks. Like that's factual Thanks. information. Uh, uh, yeah, Riley. I was gonna say if they do that, it's because I've already. I feel like I have to trade Butler first, my best player, but age and contract. Bam, I think you'd have a bigger trade market. So oh, if I. And I I would want that pick to be like locked into one before I did it, but Pelicans are one seed right now. That's why I think like if they have that chip, and right now that chip's either going to be Victor or it's going to be the third pick. But you hope. Pick. I was gonna say yeah, you <laughs> you hope right. So right now, I think it's an interesting chip, and maybe no one bites for it. Someone really might want it, uh, like really bad. So I think if, if they're going to move it, do it before the Lakers start maybe making another move. Oh, yeah. Can we see some uh, uh, Tankathon? See the odds real quick, school before we get out of here? Because uh, it is, I don't remember what seed they were in the year they won the championship, but they were playing well, and the Raptors were still like, no, if we can go Valenciunas into Gasol, we should do it. And they did it. And it might be bouncing and it's like, come on again. Um, mm -hmm. But that's the game. So as of right now, that projected to be the sixth. Give me one sim lottery. Yeah, Let's just see seven. one random one. Detroit that one, Charlotte two, Oklahoma City three. So this pick, it would, it would turn into the seventh pick. In that case, you're like, yes, I would trade the seventh pick every year for Bam Adebayo. Um, <laughs> right. Oklahoma City getting lucky going up seven spots. Is there? Charlotte getting two. That's mm. How many sp uh, spots did Charlotte jump? Two. And Detroit. And then so who had, the big, who had the biggest fall? Orlando and San Antonio both fell three spots apiece. Dude, if San Antonio wins, they have six wins right now. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were five and two. And now they're six um, and 18. And they would end up with 
pick number five. Devastating. That's why it's like, hey, man, maybe we should just trade for the bird in the hand. Um, So I don't think the Pelicans one's crazy. I hadn't even thought about Bam. I'm sure Corey and Pelicans fans have (laughs) only been thinking (laughs) about this. Yeah, Vic, Caden, Ivy, and Killian, and Killian. What would would Charlotte go scoop? No, Charlotte is drafting some random guy. None of us know because he shook Michael Jordan's hand a specific way. Yeah, let me uh, let me see the mock draft. Let's see, let's find that guy. <laughs> Who will it be? Um, also, let me say I don't like. There's a good number of lottery talent in the SEC now. Not a big fan. <laughs> Not a big fan. Um, they end up with some <laughs> some Cam Whitmore. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Mitchell, 6'7", small forward, Texas. Could be. Uh, Yeah, Anthony Black. Like, Arkansas has multiple lottery talents. Alabama has a lottery talent. Uh, If we're talking Jordan, he's taking taking Grady Dick out of Kansas. The Dick Dog? (laughs) That's what Jordan's doing. It's a small sample size alert. Hey, listen, because they tell them, like, hey, don't go too crazy on this, good or bad. So I respect <laughs> it. Uh, do you think Michael George, plus in turnovers, he never turns it over? Let's let's do it. Um, Ooh, Ryan Rupert from the NZ Breakers. Is that New Zealand? That's yeah. right. Ooh. Um, that was old team? I think so. Yeah. Wait. This guy's not good at anything. Small, hey, hey, international scale. <laughs> international scale. <laughs> And yeah, for whatever Lamelo's numbers stunk too. Yeah, and he was just the, so yeah. I, I, you probably have to throw these numbers completely out. Um, where do they have the Thompson twins going now? Because I, I now I'm just obsessed with the Magic getting both of the Thompson twins with their pick and the Bulls pick. Uh, four and seven. Four and seven, but they have Orlando picking seven and. One. Mm-hmm. Mm. Case and Wallace, this is way too low. He'll be probably better than Victor soon. Um by my estimation. That's what I've been hearing too. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm not telling no tales there. Uh yeah, like the Lamella numbers were terribly bad. I know people are very high on Brandon Miller. I haven't watched him yet from Alabama, but he's people are in on him. Mick, you out on him? I I I was saying I, I won't watch Alabama play basketball. No, you gotta. They're good now. They're a wagon. They're they, last year they were very competitive. Uh, when they had Herb Too Jones, competitive. very competitive. Um, and this year they just beat. They just knocked off the number one UNC the other day. They did, and they were ranked eighteen. Uh, where did um? Who's the point guard on on the the Jazz? Colin Sexton. Sexton, Sexton went to Bama, right? Bama, yeah. Yeah. So when he played three on five, that was the last time I watched. So uh, <laughs> if Brandon Miller goes two on five, you'll tune in? Uh, yes, I'll be there. Brandon Miller, 20-year-old freshman, a little old. I used to be a big red flag for me, but uh, that's why I was like, let, let me watch him play. Let me watch him play. So that'll do it. That'll do it for today. Uh, Bam will be a pelican by tonight. 
Um, McMahon doesn't <laughs> like that. Um, from the sound of it, no. Uh, thankful to chat. Thankful to YC, Brother Roby. If everybody could, thumbs up on the YouTube, please, and thank you. Subscribe so you can chat with us tomorrow. Five-star review wherever you are hearing us. Thankful to the McMahon School for pushing our buttons. And we'll catch everybody tomorrow.